the founder of the future. This is the way. This is the way. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Empire Radio. I'm Drew. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Andrew. And you are listening to our recap of the final episode of The Mandalorian, Chapter 16, The Rescue. Yes, yeah. The Rescue. We're here. We've... Yes. The finale We've... of Season 2. Not the series finale, but the season finale. Whoa. No, I had, I, I've had at least one if not two people who are Star Wars fans, but I guess are not as up to date on like all of like the, the, the current news mm-hmm. asked me today is like, so is this, is this like the end of the Mandalorian? Or is this just, well, is that's like, no, because no. there's a lot of theories out there that's saying the Mandalorian title is different. And I think we can talk about that in a little bit, but people are speculating that this is book one of different books. And so the Mandalorian is the name. People are oh, speculating. Oh, book. The yeah. book of Mandalorian. Yeah. The book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. The book of other Bo- people. Bo-Katan, the book mm-hmm. of Sabine. So people are speculating that this could potentially be the last version of the Mandalorian that we see from Din Djarin's point of view. Okay. So it makes well, sense why people are maybe I don't know I'm freaking out. I doubt that. I think that would outrage too many fans. Yeah, I well, not if they do it properly. I well, feel like Lucasfilm could could fart, and people would be like, "Oh no, this is the new Star Wars movie that's coming out because of the way the wind blew and we smelled it." And da 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 da. And I'm like, "Yeah, just calm down. Just just I'm sorry. I." But I'm it is kind of weird, gonna... though, that season three of The Mandalorian is supposed to be the in December, and it's the book of Boba Fett is supposed to be in it's the same time. Sure. It might be like a little mini, like three, four week thing for Boba Fett and then The Mandalorian, but. Well, I think what's also interesting, I mean, apparently we're getting, we're going in, we're going, we're just going in for it. Nah, we, we don't we don't need to yet. Okay, I'm just keep, saying because there's keep certain it light. people that were with Boba, and last time we saw them were with Mando. So I didn't hear what you just said, but anyway, Andrew, I'm yeah. confusing Andrew. <laughs> yes, you were about to say something before Drew said something. No, I was I was just gonna say we should we should not dive in. Just oh, I thought you were gonna suggest a no a line of thought. Well, we should say that our our final cufflinks.com giveaway was a success. It was that indeed that indeed. Yep. 
Our winner has been selected. Congratulations to Jackson. Yep. Jackson. He's actually a new fan that just found us last week. And so. That lucky son of a gun. So he he already likes our podcast a lot and he didn't think he was going to win, but he he's excited for that. That's, that's awesome, man. Thank you for, for coming over and, you know, joining even, even I'll I'll say it this way. There's no, there's no point that's too late to join. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you for, for coming over. And I did think it was funny that he was in the live. Yeah. He was like, he was like one of the first two people in. And then I guess he dipped out before we announced him as the winner. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was, that was funny, but I'm super, super pumped for him. Um, we're going to get, if you're listening to this episode, which I'm sure you will be at some point, we're going to be getting your items shipped out as soon as we possibly can. But uh, also, apparently, the entire postal service is falling apart right now. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so uh, there are other people that haven't gotten their gifts. Uh, please, please be patient as we navigate this crazy right. thing. But anyway... Even though we're done with doing giveaways, our promo code for cufflinks.com is still good to the end of the year. So even if you haven't won anything, you can still get a discounted item, a Star Wars item or anything else on the website. So, Yep. And um, not only that, but if you get Christmas money and you're like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to use my Christmas money on. Well, you're going to have two opportunities. You're going to, we're going to tell you about two things during the course of this episode you can spend your money on. One of those is obviously cufflinks.com and you can get a discount like Jeremiah mentioned using the code that you're going to hear in just a moment in an ad. But there's another sponsor farther into the episode that you're going to want to hear about as well if you haven't already. And uh, especially if you're a coffee lover. So speaking of coffee really quickly while we're doing shop uh, shopkeeping items, um, the coffee, if you missed a chance, well, you did. You missed your chance to get it if you weren't Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just just a heads up that uh, we are still planning on selling. Uh, we have four bags available at this point. Four. Okay. Uh, four more bags of that special uh, Wesley Andrews collaboration coffee with Empire Radio rule of two. And we are going to be selling those. Um, as soon as we can work out the logistics on how to do that. Okay. Uh, so if you were super, super interested in getting the coffee and you did not, uh, stand by. And, uh, another thing that I want to make note of is that if we can get 14 people, okay. So if for some reason you don't get a bag this first time, but you still want some, if we can pull together 14 people, we can do another run. But with uh, high quality coffee, what you don't want to do is roast it and then and let sit it sit, it. yeah, and sit on it for weeks until they, it gets purchased. Uh, trust me, you don't want that. It's nowhere near as good. And so, uh, if we can get a group of fourteen people together in the near future, uh, we can roast some more and sell those as well. So, if you would like that, please reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram via direct message and let us know. Uh, and we can get that dialogue started. That would be very helpful. But let's uh, let's just take a quick moment, hear a word from our sponsor, cufflinks.com, and then 
dive into the wild ride that was this episode. Uh, Check it out. Hey everyone, Andrew here with a word from the sponsor of today's episode, Cufflinks.com. If you didn't know, Cufflinks.com is the premium men's accessory marketplace, and they offer a wide array of products, including cufflinks, ties, lapel pins, and much more. The awesome thing about Cufflinks.com is that they partnered with popular brands like Star Wars to bring you exclusive, officially licensed products. They're even coming out with new Star Wars products surrounding the release of The Mandalorian Season 2 that you're not going to want to miss. This means that you can add a dapper Star Wars element to all of your formal outfits. Want to snag something awesome for yourself? Well, put in the code EMPIRE15, that's with a capital E and no space, at checkout and you'll receive 15% off your order with no minimum purchase. Still not convinced? Well, Cufflinks.com offers incredible customer service, free shipping on orders over $100, and one to five day delivery anywhere in the United States. Trust me, there's no way you could have a bad feeling about making your next purchase at Cufflinks.com. All right, go do it. Go to Cufflinks.com and make sure you use the promo code at checkout, Empire15. All right, guys. So, like we've been talking and kind of already jumping to the end of the episode allegedly but we're gonna well <laughs> let's let's pull back a little bit um we kind of what do we normally do we kind of say our thoughts um we we cry if needed um jeremiah hates it most of the time so let's let's get into I'm the normal routine time. half the time okay half the different. <laughs> let's get to the normal routine jeremiah you'd liked it you hate it let's start with you tonight okay um i had really high expectations for this episode because the finale of last season was so amazing mm-hmm. and i would say that Last season's finale was better than this one in my life. All right. I, I think that as as an episode, the first season's finale was... I was more on the edge of my seat the whole episode for that. This one... Okay. All right. I... There wasn't any... Well, not anything. There's... There's... One part, obviously, the main part of the episode that was great and amazing and didn't believe it happened. But apart from that, I don't know. I wasn't really all that excited about everything that happened. It was good. It was a lot of great things, but it wasn't my favorite episode of this season. Okay. Uh, Andrew? (laughs) I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was a really, I mean, a really, really solid, like heavy ending to this season. Um, I haven't quite processed it in its entirety <laughs> yet. Uh, it might be my favorite episode. It might. Okay. It's up there. It's, it's, it's pretty high. There, there's a lot of if you listen to any of the other podcast episodes where we talk about uh, favorite characters or our lightsabers or anything like that. There was something very nostalgic and very important for me personally in this episode, uh, in the character cameo that we get towards the end and his lightsaber. Um, I I love seeing him 
wreck stuff. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. You know, it's it's really nice to it's always nice to see like updated skills <laughs> from any character mm -hmm. that right. didn't like they didn't have right. the choreography for or their limitations or you know whatever. Mm -hmm. Um so I love that. I thought that there were so many little things that like made the the future of the Mandalorian complicated. Right. And I really like that. Like it it felt like they really like shut the the, the book on this chapter. Yeah. And and ended the and ended this season well, but then simultaneously the, the second you step you step back and you start like thinking about it you're like wait a second there's like three or four other things that are not resolved yet so like they've got a yeah. lot they can do with the future um that ending scene was heart-wrenching did you cry i didn't my wife did did you cry was, or jeremiah i was close i, I was too wow, like I really i really thought you would have i was caught in my intellectual analysis at this moment really? I, it's weird because like you would think that i would be super emotional Cause like there's other things that have happened in Star Wars shows, animated and mm -hmm. this show that like would get me emotional. But this one, I was just kind of like too much in shock <laughs> at the end to like really have yeah. emotion. That's and, fair. And now that like I've processed it, like now it's like the emotion part is like I can't get emotional about it now. <laughs> I lost my opportunity to get emotional, but I didn't. Gotcha. But Andrew, yeah, I, I thought it. I thought it was really good. Yes. Question. Yeah. When uh, the first episode of season two aired, your initial thoughts were, if this season keeps up this momentum, this will be the best stuff ever put out in Star Wars. Yeah. Now that we're done with season two. Yes. What is your conclusion on that statement you made? I, I can uh, answer. It's not a definitive <laughs> yes. No, it's not. It, no, like... it's it's not a definitive yes. I would say. I think, in my opinion, this is the best stuff we've gotten since the Disney takeover. The season. This season. Hmm. But then, oh, man. I don't know. But dude. then, I, but then I'm thinking about Rebels, and I'm thinking about Clone Wars, <laughs> like even just season seven. And I'm thinking, I mean, like, it's hands down better than all the movies that they've produced. Even Rogue One. I like this more than Rogue One, hands down. Um, like, I would watch this over any of the movies that have come out since Disney took over. I would say it, it's it's so difficult because, like, you can't compare. I, I have a hard time comparing season two of The Mandalorian to all four seasons of Rebels. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I, I know that story as a whole now, and I, I remember yeah. it as a whole. And so that's what's difficult because, like, you have four seasons of character development versus doing it against just one person or one season. And also I, like the animated shows, the seasons are much longer. Yeah, they are. So yeah. like there's even, it's not just, you know, four seasons compared to two seasons. It's also hours too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would, I would say this season in my opinion is I liked it more than the first season. Hands down. I would say, this is better than any of the movies that Disney has produced. And I would say for being able to see live action, just, just for that factor, I do think this has an edge over Clone Wars season seven for me. 
it's it's not a it's not I'm not I'm not saying it's like leaps and bounds, but I right. am saying it does it does have a little bit of an edge for me just because of that factor. Right. Yeah. All right, Drew. What are your overall thoughts of this episode? I don't know if it's because I watched it at two AM and I literally only <laughs> slept for to an hour and a half before I watched it because I could not fall asleep and my wife wouldn't stop talking <laughs> and I went to bed at like 12 o'clock but now I woke up at 1 30 to set up and get ready for it I in the moment I mean you could go back anyone could go back and watch my full on the whole watch party is still up on YouTube and on our Twitch, you can go watch me. But I literally almost cried. I was holding <laughs> back my tears the entire, the whole spoilers, three, two, one, the whole Luke part. It was really hard for me not to cry during that whole scene. Um, but yes, Andrew. I There was one thing, and we'll, we'll talk about this. There was one thing that really kept distracting me about that whole thing. But we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was it was the one thing that I ke- I think kept me from emotionally investing so much that I would have cried. Okay. Now I really want to know what is it. Just say it. It's, it was his face. Well, no, not that part. I'm saying like the whole walk up, everything about it. Oh, the walk up, dude. I had the chills whole the whole thing. time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The music, the cinematic oh, music yes, of yes, like yes. how it was a super intense, crazy moment, but it was like super soft and like just yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole thing. I think by far, besides the original trilogy for me, this is the best Star Wars that we could potentially get. Season two? Hands down. No, this episode. I think this is one of the best episodes I've ever seen of anything. This blows anything out of the water for me, this episode. I don't know if it's because I was Even up, episode one? Even episode one. This is by far. Well, because I, I still got... Tattoo, Tatooine at the end of this episode. Oh, like, I still got. That is true. I that still got what I wanted to get. Jeremiah, listen, Jeremiah. Drew is like, a, he's a I simple man when it comes to Star Wars. I know he's just a simple man. If you have both of but Luke Skywalker and Tatooine in the same episode, you you've sold Drew. And Jabba's palace. Jabba's palace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess whatever. <laughs> okay. So. Why don't, how about we do this? Do you want to go ahead and get the end part out of the way first? We can. We could because because we keep of... we keep alluding to it over and over again. Yeah, I, I don't and know. Just, all right. Well, it, okay. We'll just do it because it's super quick and like there's it's not it's short. It's short. Yeah. So, it's short, but it's very controversial. I don't now, know how quick it is. Okay. So when I finished the episode, I went to the credits. I immediately knew something is up was up when Same. there was no concept art. Yep. I was like, this is different. And like I'm like, they wouldn't do an end credit scene, but like, why wouldn't they show concept art? Well, what? the one thing that I noticed was how much time was left. Cause the credits rolled and yeah. there was like eight minutes left. And I was like, Yeah, because well, I think it's usually I, like I, four to five minutes is the credit. Yeah. And I noticed it because I was streaming it, and I had a clock next to me. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's it!" And I went to the main screen. I'm like, "Why is there so much time left on my clock?" I'm like, "All right, guys, well, let's give it up for season two. Like, this was so dope. I was amazed." And then I like scrolled to like end it, right? Yeah. And I I saw a slide of a, like a picture. 
I was like, yeah. wait, we're not done. This isn't over. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess we're not done. We're just going to keep the clock running and just watch it throughout the whole thing. Cause I still want people to line up and like watch the whole thing with me. Right. And then I, I literally was screaming. It was, it was crazy, dude. It was so good. Yeah. And, uh, so apparently I, I guess I didn't check this, but I was watching someone on YouTube just before we started. And when it went through the credits, uh, it had a, an accreditation for bib on there. Before in the credits know. before we even see him yeah oh yep. lol so That's like funny. so like yeah, he I've wrote the down because in his notes he's like I, I didn't see him in this episode was he in the background like in that plant they were on in the earlier episode or something but like it was I, didn't I didn't notice that either well, i should i'll go back and see if i can find it but that's just interesting that they kind of spoiled that but not really but not really because people were just too stoked right. Yeah, so I mean, we could get into it if we want to get yeah, into I'll, the last go, scene. I'll talk through the scene like we normally do. So, shows up, we see the twin sons. We're like, oh, we're on tattooing. Okay. Oh, I screamed it. I literally screamed it. I was like, twin sons. I was getting, dude, just go watch it. It's so. And the camera pans over and it's Java's Palace. I'm like, what? Java's Palace? What's going on? Yeah, here like Jabba's dead. I thought like this place would have been like abandoned or something. Like I didn't, didn't even like register in my head. Like why are they there? And it goes down inside, and my buddy Bib, which I was surprised. Like he's he's, he has some big leku on him. Like those are yeah disgusting. Also, like usually like most most (laughs) Twi'leks are. They're, they look pretty good. They're like very attractive guys and gals. Like with well, their... I think it's because he was color. Nasty though. Yeah, but he's, he's like, also like super pasty. He's like span. He's like like real. It's like if you cook okay. salmon on the grill, but not fully cook it, so it's like a white, oily Ugh. pink. That's Ugh. what his skin looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And so he's he's down there, like he, he's sitting on the the throne or Jabba's throne. throne, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, homie. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then you recognize some characters down there, like the, like the purple, like Mohawk looking thing. What is it? Or whatever it was, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. That was like, a, I think it was a female alien. I was yeah. Like, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know what it's, I don't know what she's called. Right. So I recognize that. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then you hear gunfire and you see, uh, Fennec come down. I'm like, oh, there's Fennec. That means Boba's right behind her, probably. Well, and you hear the guy. No, before that, though, when you hear the shooting, you hear Boba, the, one of the aliens say Boba, like, what? really quick. Oh, I didn't know oh, did. that. Yeah, he says it really fast. He's like, Boba! And he gets shot. And then she starts walking around. And it remind, it's like literally mimicking Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. And it's like so beautiful. It's so amazing. Right. And so Finnick comes down and so first she kind of clears the the way and frees one of the the slaves, which was very nice. Cause she was the slave was Good super for her. The the slave was kinda like scared, like she thought she was gonna get killed too. Yeah. But Finnick was like, get out of here. And then Poba comes down and Bib is like, 
Boba, hey, da, 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 da. and like <laughs> that didn't really last too long. And Boba just kills him and throws him off the throne, sits down. Finnick grabs some Spotska, whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, I don't know what this means. Like, and then it goes to a title screen, the Book of Boba Fett. I'm like, okay. And then Christmas 2021. What? Yeah. Oh, December. It says December 2021. Oh, yeah. December 2021. Mike. Okay. And then, like, so then I look it up, and everyone's saying it's a TV series. Okay. So, my, th- at first, I was like, oh, I-, I literally said this too on stream. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to read a book. Like, I guess I'm reading a book. And then I went into someone's YouTube who was also doing a watch party. Um, and he was just talking to his chat. He showed like he was crying still, super dramatic, whatever, blah blah blah. And he was just talking to his chat, and they were like, "What if instead of it's actually being the a book about Boba Fett, it means a show because every single it's like a book of the Mandalorian right now, and we're getting chapters." What if this means this is the next volume of this series is now book of Boba Fett. And then he was like, wait, that makes complete sense. And I was like watching this at real time. I mean, I already ended my stream and I was like, wait, hold up. Yes, that makes 100%. Like that is what it is. It's not a book. I mean, if it is a book, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll read it. But I'm guaranteed it's, it's not a book at this point it's it's not a physical book no no and and it was kind of crazy to actually like get that information at real time because it was still like 3 30 in the morning so like we were like finding this out and it was really cool to like figure this out as like a star wars community like in the moment yeah and and i really like i'm saying this right now like any next show that i'm doing i'm doing all watch parties from here on out just so you guys are aware. So <laughs> All prepare right. to join me at whatever the time is. We'll let you know. But I really enjoyed it. And it, I mean, it could have been because it was a high of the last one. And I don't know, but it was dope. And yeah, I, I honestly, my prediction right now is I don't think we're going to see Din Djarin from his point of view anymore. I think the next thing is Boba Fett. I, I think the Din Djarin story is not going to be from his point of view. If anything, we're going to get like Bo-Katan's point of view about how she has to get that lightsaber from Din Djarin. I don't think Din Djarin's going to be the figure anymore. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't think so. Because because I don't see what he needs to do at this point. His story is kind of like. Well, yeah, but. Not? How's what, it not? The whole thing is restoring Mandalore. That's the whole yeah. end goal yeah, of the I, series. He accidentally ended sure. up with the Darksaber. Like, yeah. he's the ruler of Mandalore at this point. And he sure. even agrees in the, the bar or whatever, Katina, that he would help Bo restore Mandalore. Like, he said, it was like, it was in passing, like, when they made their agreement. Like, he kind of agreed yeah. to that. No, no, I get so, that point, like, but I don't think we're going to see it from his view, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, we, I know what you're I saying. I don't think it's going to be like then, the but Mandalorian. Then they would have to, 
they would have to change the name. And then at that point, to me, it's a different show. Yeah, it is. That, no, that's what I'm saying. They've, they've signed on for four seasons, though. Well, but like we were talking on Tuesday, like we've signed on for these shows, but I think it's a group of shows. Like, I don't think I think they're going to announce like it's not the Mandalorian. It's going to be like all tying in together. But they have announced that the Mandalorian season three, like it's it's been announced. Like they haven't changed the name of it to the Book of Boba Fett or well yet. Oh. They just did. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It wouldn't. Would I, it surprise you? I mean, Kathleen Kennedy did say that the next chapter would be starting in December of 2021. Correct. And it it is funny that she used the word chapter. Yes, you know, like I, I, I understand, and and it's, and there, and there is nothing. grounds to think that. Sure, I just don't think that they're going to do away with Din Djarin as a main character. I don't. Yeah, it, yeah, it has to stay with him because I think it would make a lot of fans upset. Like I think, I think the Boba Fett thing will be a a Sweet. short, like three or four week thing I don't that, that would lead into the third season. So it'd be kind of like a little spinoff of, yeah. Cause he's on his own complete trajectory. That's different from Din Djarin. Like he's, he's well, now the ruler of a, a criminal empire. Yeah. So you know, like, like, yeah, my thought is it's not, um, I think we're going to pick up that scene where we left off from Bogotan's point of view. She's going to be the next character. So I think that the Mandalorian stuff that we're getting in December is Boba Fett. And then it's going to be Bo-Katan and then I, Ahsoka. Like, I don't think... I think it would make more sense if they did that every season rather than having two seasons already right. the one character. Well, right. they had they to, do that Because they, they didn't... Because if, well, if they were going to plan this out... Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But if they were going to do two seasons and then a single season and a single season... Yeah. Like, if they were going to do different perspectives they would have done four seasons of different perspectives and they would have written the show to work out. But like the that. thing is we're still forgetting it's, it's not a season. It's a continued chapter. This is number 16 in a book. Okay. The this reason, is what we're forgetting. The reason they did that is because the movies four. are episodes. So, so you can't say episode three because no, that, but, you're going to get yeah. confused the show with the movie. So the reason they did chapters is just, but I, would, I will say if that you the, think of it as a book, sixteen chapters in one book. The next book is Boba Fett's book. Okay, like we get there's it. a we it, get there's the a concept. lot of coincidence. Yeah, like there's a lot of coincidence. I just don't. My thing, it, it, th- sure, they might be doing the book thing, but my my prediction is that they're not going to do away with Din Djarin. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. That, I don't. I don't think they're going to get rid of Din Djarin. I just don't think that's going to be the first thing we're going to see. I don't think that's going to be the... I don't think we're going to get Din Djarin, like, his point of view until maybe, like, a couple years from now. Honestly. I think we're pausing on Din Djarin's point of view. That's his point what I think. I, I think I it's think a lot of speculation based off a title of... No, this is what a lot of people are saying now. Yeah, but granted, saying- yes, it is based off title. Granted, I don't want that to be true. I'm just saying it's a lot of this is adding up, and the way and people are breaking down like the 2020 thing. It just 
it would make sense that they did it like this. I don't think it makes sense at all. <laughs> but my thing, my my thing is like all this character development for him. He finally takes off his helmet. Yeah. In front of people at the end. And then it's like, see you later. You but know, that, he didn't take it off for that. He took it off because he needed a, I mean, we, we can go scene by scene and we can talk about why he took it off and how that was cameo for other people taking off their helmets and other star Wars medium. And how, I mean, there's, wait, what? if you, okay. So I'm just going to say it. Luke took off Vader's helmet to see his father from that point of view before he died. And that scene was mimicking that a hundred percent. Oh no. Yes. What? That's what that was. Yes. There's some, there's some similarities, but like it's, it's a completely different, like the dynamic is completely different. I don't think we're ever going to see Grogu and Dinjarin in the same room ever again. I don't That's, think so. No, because he says, I will see you again. Like That is foreshadowed as an intentional line said that those two are going to interact again in the future of the series. Yeah. And if, with what we learned about the new other shows, the Ahsoka series and the Rangers series, all three of these shows are supposed to come together in one event, one episode or something like that, crossover event. And so, mm-hmm. like, all these characters are going to come. It's going to be like Avengers Endgame. Like, all these are going to come in at one time for one big conclusion. So, and I think Grogu is going to be part of it. I think Thrawn's going to be part of it. I think, um, obviously, Ahsoka is going to be part of it. And, and Din, he's the main character for the show, and he's going to be in it. With And Bo-Katan's going to be in there. I think it's all going to come together, and they're all going to hash it out some way and then we don't know exactly what but yeah it's star avengers star avengers you heard it here first folks yep trademark trademark that right now all right but let's go scene by scene for the rest of the episode okay Um, we're already a half hour in so (laughs) um so it starts off Slave One is chasing after an Imperial shuttle, a, a Lambda, and uh, Doctor Pershing is inside with two pilots, and they're on their run. Blah blah blah, and the Slave One disables the Lambda, and uh, he boards the ship. And I thought it was a really cool scene when we see the Slave One yeah. go up in front of. It. Very intimidating. <laughs> yeah. It was very yeah. scary. It was pretty dope. And so. I can show like how much bigger Slave One was compared to the the Lambda. Yeah, I want to know mean, how they talked. I feel like they. <laughs> I feel like they kind of wrote the story and realized we don't know how these two ships can connect, so we're just gonna not gonna show it. <laughs> if you think about it, it doesn't ruin the episode by any means. But right. if you think about it. Because, like, the only in and out of the Slave One is, like, the the drop door. Like, there's not, like, yeah, a... I mean, that we know of, but... but Yeah, I was, I'm trying that. to think. Is there any other medium where it's kind of... There's, like, a top hatch or anything? Well, a lot of it is, like, a hatch that people use. Like, no, I know. I'm saying, like, for... I'm trying to think if we've ever seen the Slave One have a hatch. I don't think no, so. No, because we haven't... 
we've seen minimal usage. Yeah. Well, we see that in episode two. And I mean, we've honestly gotten more of Slave One in this season than we have in all the other Correct. Star Wars right. that is true. <laughs> mediums. So I'm just trying to think in the Clone Wars, do we see a hatch at all? I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, um, Boba enters the cockpit along with Kara, Dune, and the pilots. They hold Pershing hostage. Like, you know, he's like a top tier target for the New Republic. So the New Republic knows who this guy is. Apparently. Because he's referred to as a clone engineer, which we knew he was involved with Camino because of his signet thing patch on his shoulder. Right. And so it's interesting that because I kind of felt like I've always just assumed like he was kind of like a leftover clone facility worker that the Empire took because like that's all they had that was available yeah. kind of thing. But like apparently he's like Finn and it was a big deal. So like, Gosh. like, so that was cool. And then so like the one pilot shoots the other pilot, which I didn't expect. And it was kind of a weird it was kind of an awkward because he shot him and like guy like screamed, but it was like usually when somebody No, that was a that was that a doctor that, that was Pershing. Huh? Doctor Pershing screamed. Yeah. It wasn't oh. the guy who screamed. Okay. My, but my point is like the way that the pilot the other pilot dies was very like not the same as other it fell over. I don't know. It felt like he shot him and like he stood for like two seconds and then fell over. But I don't know. It was a little weird. I, I'll give you that. It, it was, was a little, little different, weird. but close quarters, you know. Right. It was for me it was weird that they weren't wearing helmets at all. I thought that was kind of weird. Budget's tight, Drew. Yeah. They had they had to spend all that money Most... on those extra small handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, like that's like a, that was a custom built one. That's extra money. They can't just get okay. But for real, big, big do, are there any of those two pilots like well known actors or anything? I don't know comedians or anything. No, okay. Not that no, I didn't recognize them, but like that's why Bill. Like that's one of the reasons why Bill Burr never wore his. You know, the last episode. So I was just like, it's just kind of weird that all these people are like not wearing their helmets. I don't know. Oh, they are uncomfortable, like we learned last season or last episode. Yeah, you can't so. you can't see anything either. You can't see I used it to fly, and like the commanding officer wasn't there anyway. So like, yeah, you can slack off a little bit. Yeah, true. But that's fair. I really fair. like. I, I like how that the 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 final pilot, um, taunted Kara about oh, Alderaan. Gosh. Like, Ooh, well, she taunted was... him back though. That was so funny. That was dope. Yeah, like, he's like, I was part of the Death Star. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I was, I was a little tense because, like, he's like, I was there when millions died, blah blah blah, and da 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 da, and she was just fuming, and then just then he says it. Then he says it. He says the line where he's like, "Yeah, the the destruction of your planet was worth." worth it to to squash out you know something like squash out terrorism or something like that and she just she drops him yeah do you guys think it would have been kind of cool if Percy's ear was like a little like seized like Like a burn burn mark sure 
I mean, that was pretty close. Yeah. I thought that was a heck of a way to start an episode because it goes straight oh, to the yeah. title right after that. And I was like, oh, my God. It, it started off hot. I was like, all right, we're going in. No turning back. Like, this is dope. Right. And so then after that, we see Slave One land on some random planet. I, I don't know if we ever got a name, like, from behind the scenes of, like, what that planet is. But no, it's was, it was like a... Yet farming industrial planet yeah it was it was interesting to see those big industrial factories like spread out like oh this is an interesting yeah. landscape um and he lands and i see a mandalorian ship yeah and i'm like bo katan is here they track bo katan and... yeah, i honestly didn't catch that right away wait um, really not not like the first the wings like, the wings i know i didn't even see it i was just like I think I was like messing with. I was like looking at my chat. Oh. I wasn't. I wasn't like paying attention directly into the ships in the area. I saw like it was like kind of weird looking. It looked like Las Vegas, but like gloomy. Like there's this, this is trashy. Like I don't know. It just like I was like, oh, this planet is really where they. Why are they going here? And then we saw her. And then later I realized, like I saw the ship when they're all together. But like at at first glance, I didn't catch it right away. Was I surprised though? No. So. No, they're getting the band back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, but they still wanted to be broken up. But keep going. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> they they enter into like a a katina type setting, and Boba and didn't walk in together and everyone just stops and looks because that's what you do when a mandalorian walks in mm-hmm. and then they they both like start Especially on when when two of them dude it was such a cool scene i was yeah. like like it's cool out. how they both looked started on the left and they turned together simultaneously like it was yeah it was pretty it's dope. like that's what mandalorians do because it's like i'm assuming it probably has to do with like their ability to see through definitely the how they can see like you can't just kind of like do a small little look back and forth like it was they had like a whole like like they were an owl like yeah well your side vision is horrible in those like yeah. do you think that's I why mean, that, that why we know of they could, a, have a really, they could have a really good heads up display true i mean from the ones i own they're really horrible to see inside well, sure so i uh, your view is like i think that's why like they they have to like fully look but i also th- think that's why they're really good at combat because they're way more aware of their surroundings and just focusing on their peripheral vision right but when they pan across they stop and they see uh reeves costa and bo-katan sitting down eating and they turn around and they start oh like they're kind of surprised and then so then they start talking and din's like i need your help and what did she say? She's like, I'm not a bounty hunter like you guys. Like, cause she's, oh no, she's like, not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters. Oh yeah. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. And yeah, I, I'd like to make note. They got real snippy with Boba real fast. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I enjoyed now, that. Do you think she knew who he was before he spoke? Oh yeah. So she cool. knew because of the armor. Because of the armor. 
Okay, because uh, it seems like the only reason she knew who he was was because she recognized his voice, not because she recognized. Yeah, him. no, I think it was a voice. I think it was a voice because as soon as he talked, she her eyes like lit up, and then she was like, she knew who she what he was then. Yeah, even though he was the most infamous, you know, bounty hunter in the galaxy, I felt like she didn't. Okay. Wait, what's painted? You, you need to get rid of your cat because he's super like distracting. <laughs> he's like staring Sorry. like. Sorry for for those of for those <laughs> like of you who can't for those of you who can't see the the stream right now. There he goes. He's going. He's going. Uh, he <laughs> he, he really likes to uh, just jump up onto my shoulders because we allowed him to as a kitten, and so sometimes we'll just be doing random stuff and he'll just pop up on our shoulders and he is he was like he has, looking into the no he is literally um there have been times where like i've been like kind of lean forward or something messing with my pedal board or whatever and he'll get comfy like right at the base of my neck where he can find a like a relatively flat spot he'll just get comfy and just sit there I'm like well thanks man appreciate it now i can't move but you know it's fine all right cat's gone Please continue. Cat's gone. So Bo-Katan says, Cat's gone. Oh, Ryan. Bo-Katan. Hey. I see you. He's not by a rapper, way, though. By the way, here's a here's a shameless plug. If you want to see this moment take place in real time, the stream for this is going to be on YouTube. So if you're listening to this after, obviously, if you're you know listening to this after we recorded it, uh, go ahead over to our YouTube, Empire Radio, a Star Wars podcast. And check it out. Correct. Yeah. And apparently one of our fans doesn't think that I look the way my voice sounds. <laughs> and so right. I'm not going to name names, but did you send him that picture I sent you? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. If you're listening, there's a picture about of me that maybe will fit the way you think I look. But it's all dependent on Andrew if he's going to send you that picture. So Bo-Katan says, not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters. And she's not interested. But then Mando says they got the kid. And yeah. she dead. Why does he need to start with that? Clearly, that's all he has to say to everyone. Well, he didn't have a chance to say anything because Bo Katan's like already like not having it. And so he didn't yeah. have a chance to say it because he was going to say it right away. But then she had her issues. And then that's when she piques the interest and he's like, Moff Gideon has him. And she's like, this collar is away. Kind of like, oh, there's, we can't find him. Like, he's like, well, I know I have his coordinates. And then she's all excited about that. Like, you can bring me to him, blah, blah, blah. And so then while that's happening, Boba and Reeves Costa, they're having their issues. Like, I don't even know why they're like, I, I don't know. It feels like they've interacted before. I think they're both. She's really hot headed, and he knows that he's, he's got the experience. She said something to well, she, him. She said, "I didn't know that sidekicks talked or something like that." Even though yeah. she's a sidekick too, and she just talked. Well, like, that but he, the she, next no, thing she he, didn't say that. Bo-Katan yeah, said that. I thought that was no, Bo-Katan. No, no, no. She she did. She did really? say it. She was like, "I didn't know sidekicks could talk." And then he says something. The Star Wars equivalent of. It's the pot calling the kettle black, because uh-huh. it's like that's the 
the the the skank flat calling the, sh- the oh yeah he was, it's, it's like something weird yeah it was weird. And i had to put the subtitles was, on to read i'm like that doesn't make still makes no sense yeah 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 <laughs> but it was this, it was he said it so quick he was like, duh, duh, duh. like yeah <laughs> but then they then that that's how they got into it yeah and so then they start fighting and immediately boba fett like yep boba fett's gonna take this child mandalorian down and throws her down and he tries to tie her up with his i don't even know what the, what is that weapon even called tether like is it it's a it's a, a, it's a tactic tactical rope tactical tactical wire i, I don't know dude grappling yeah, i mean it's a grappling hook essentially because if you see the if you look at the end of it it does have little hooks so he could yeah shoot it onto so, like a ledge or something do you think it's designed so that when it hits something it immediately goes and action spin around because she seemed like she purposely caught it on her wrist knowing that that's what would happen like i would say yes and yes okay so that was cool that she knew how to defend against that mm-hmm. and it only went around her wrist and then she pulled him over and then she grabbed him put him in a headlock did like a jumped in the air used her jetpack to fly up and then throw him down and through a table and then they both use their flamethrowers at each other, and it's like giving me match. And <laughs> Bo-Katan's like, "Would you guys stop it already?" Like, like being the mom, like two siblings are fighting, and they stop. It was just kind of funny. Um, well, she she says, "Save it for the imps," and then she was like, "If we fought for our planet half as half as yeah strong as this, we wouldn't have lost it." And I was like, right. mm-hmm. "Yeah, that's a that's a valid point." Yep, and so. Uh, this is then where Bo, Katan, and Din Djarin make their agreement to help each other out. And he's like, my number one priority is just getting the kid. You can have whatever you want. Um, and he says something along the lines of him helping her rescue Mandela, I, I thought. And I have to go no, back. He, she says, if I help you at the end of your quest if you survive at the end of your quest i'll i'll have you reconsider aiding us and retaking mandalore and he's like yeah i mean it's ve- if i remember correctly to me it seemed very dismissive like he was like yeah okay whatever i just want the kid i don't think he ever in that moment i don't think he actually agreed i just uh, think he was like right. yeah sure i'll i'll consider it you know i'll have to go back and look at but it was just interesting cuz it seemed like it implied he was more on board with a bigger thing than just getting the kid. But like he said, his main priority was getting the kid. So he didn't really care what the rest of the terms were. Yeah. Um, And so then after that, it goes to them in hyperspace and they're making their plans um, to, to break into the, what do they call it? It was an Imperial light cruiser. Is that what they called it? It was a it was a light cruiser. Yep, and so, I mean, he okay. Going back to that, he he did say fair enough to her when she said that. See, that's why I was saying it was like very. It was. If very you simple. survive your quest, you yeah. will consider helping us retake Mandalore, and then he said, it's "Fair enough." Um, and so they're going over their battle plan, trying to come up with something. And I really liked that Dr. Pershing helped, helped them. 
Because we knew that he yeah. wasn't, he's not a bad guy. Like we, we no. know that from the beginning that like in season one, that he's, he wants what's best for Grogu. He doesn't want to hurt him. Doesn't want to kill him. Doesn't agree really with what's doing, but he's kind of in a position where he's, he is Grogu's only chance of survival type of thing. So like he's in it kind of to save Grogu. And so, well, he, he's the equivalent of, uh, what's her name's dad in Rogue One. Like he built, so yeah, it's a Garland or so kind of sort of situation where he's working I mean, for he's, the empire because he's pretty much a slave to the empire. Right. Yeah. It's against if he his doesn't, will. He'll die. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I guess I, I really like that he did that and he kind of explained it was okay. There are, um, dark troopers, da, 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 da. And they're making the assumption that these dark troopers are in suits. They're, or they're people in oh, yeah. suits. And he's like, no, these are, you know, third. They're phase three. Phase three. Yep. They're just, they got rid of the, the, the weakest component of the human thing. And they're just droids. And everyone's mm-hmm. just like shocked by this. Like they're surprised. Like this is not good. Because they knew if there's a person inside, there's a better chance of them. There's a weakness. There's a weakness. But now there's no weakness that they can even try and comprehend. Because they don't well, know anything these, about it. And these are different from... You the know, original the, phase three. And the, Well, no, know. these are different from your normal battle droids, too. Because if that oh, yeah. was... You know, if that was something that they might have thought of, like, these are... These are built like tanks, like if the, I would argue that if the Trade Federation had had these, oh, game over! Oh, the- <laughs> game over, hundred percent. Right. So, but Palpatine didn't want the Separatists well, to have him. So that's correct. He wanted the war to go on, so that he didn't want an easy win. So he gave him the worst droids in the galaxy. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> The only, the only step down is C-3PO, like, and we saw how that went. <laughs> he held his own. What, what, did he, what did he scream in the, 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 the arena? Die, Jedi scum. Die, Jedi Deadeye j- Darts. I thought it was Deadeye Jart. What? what? Wasn't it Deadeye Jedi Dark or Darth or something? No. J- oh. Die, Jedi scum. Really? Didn't I? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've finish that movie he immediately is like oh my gosh what am i saying yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so but i i don't think we've seen it before that i can remember in star wars but when the lambda and uh slave one are in hyperspace like they're, they're together together like i've never have we seen like two ships together in hyperspace like were yeah. we them together yeah I'm when? like 99% sure we've seen that before where fleets like happen together or like go in together. Well, they, they go in together, but we don't see them in the swirl of the hyperspace together. I could have sworn we have. I think we have in Rebels. I didn't think twice about it. Yeah. I, I Yes. Yes. I Like I didn't think twice about it when I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, cool. So I actually did though. I was like, oh, I don't think we've seen this angle before. I actually mentioned it in my life thing. I'm like, oh, this is cool. They're like in the same, like they're really right. close together. Like the one of them weaves off a little different. 
could bump each other in hyperspace. But I think we've seen that in Rebels. Like it, it feels familiar, though. But I'll yeah, to, I'll have to binge watch Clone Wars and Rebels and see if I can find it. But um, and so their plan is to the Lambda to be attacked by the Slave One and try and get to land inside the cruiser to safety. Mm-hmm. And that's how they would infiltrate, which was an interesting way of, so I was thinking like, how are they going to board? Like from last episode, like how are they going to board this ship? Like with the slave one, like slave one or any ship. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's still, it's not a star destroyer, but it's still big enough to like take on any like attack or any like trying board. So I was like, okay, but this is an interesting way. They did it kind of undercover and, it reminded me so much of Jedi, though, like getting that shuttle, pretending to yeah. be someone else, landing, trying like using it to get past their first like security check. It was so like this. I mean, there's multiple reasons why this reminded me of Jedi this episode, but it was it was so good. And I I really liked how the Tie Fighters launched. I thought it was a cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was sick. Do I was like, you... this would be a sick ride. Like to yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that reminded me of? No, we don't. Ha- that's you know what? That's a good point. Actually, <laughs> I never really want. I never really thought about that question until you just said something, and now I feel really silly. So that's <laughs> that's great. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, did I, either of you ever watch Zoids? So Zoids. It was an anime. No. Well, uh, I mean, Cartoon Network. Uh, I mean, no. it aired on Cartoon Network, and they were. It was essentially Gundam, but with animals instead of humanoid robots. You know oh, what Gundam is? Oh, I think I think I've actually seen this. Now so it was like it. it was like big animals that you got in. Yeah. Yeah. So there yep, was yep, a yep. there was a carrier that they had in one of the shows that shot him out off of a ramp. Yep. Yep, I know what you're talking about. And I it was like the first thing I love Zoids growing up. So shout out if anybody listening to this episode knows what I'm talking about. You got a fellow Zoids fan in this podcast, <laughs> uh, but that was what I thought about. All right, cool. So I, yeah, I that's I, it. I, that's 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 all. <laughs> yeah, I really like like the concept of this, and it's like it was very like narrow. Like there's only. An, you have to be a precise pilot to even enter yeah, into the ship type of thing. That's a that's a little problematic in my opinion, but sure. I mean, it reminded me of like the the Death Star. You know, you gotta fly steady. Or the trench like, run. Yeah, trench run ish. You know, there was a lot more uh, leeway in the trench run than in this thing. Like a lot of yeah, you're yeah, off yeah. By a foot, you're dead. But I like that. Blah blah blah, and. Uh, but that's why you have to go in slow, right? Because I'm assuming that's how they usually enter is pretty slow. Mm-hmm. But or they have like like a, an assisted like tractor beam type thing that does. Yeah, I think yeah. it yeah helps them out. So blah blah blah. Boba Fett gets take is being chased by the Tie Fighters, and then Bo-Katan. Yes. Hey, keep going. I want to say something about Boba Fett in a second. So both Katan, she like I gotta get in, I gotta go blah blah, and so they're making a, a line for the docking bay through this narrow line, 
and they're about to launch another TIE fighter and right in the way. I'm like, oh, get out, go back, go back, back, like, get out of the way. That deck officer is a hero because there was about to be a head-on collision. And he died in like a few seconds later. Well, it doesn't matter. He was a hero for a split second. He he died for the Empire, okay? There we go. Ain't no heroes involved there. (laughs) But anyway. But uh, he, so she gets in and she's clanging back and forth kind of in a little bit in this corridor thing landing in mm-hmm. line and scrapes in there and comes to a stop and then they start guns ablaze and blah 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 boom 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 but andrew what were you gonna say i loved the scene where boba fett realizes because he's like oh they're in i'm good i can get out of here and immediately boom. his his cannons rotate backwards mm-hmm. he does a spin and circles the the blasters as he's firing, takes out two TIE fighters, oh, and then so just jumps to hyperspeed. Dude, like, come on. Another example of why he has the most notoriety and fame as a bounty hunter. Like, dude, just seeing him do that spin trick, I was like, come on. And, and talk about detail. Like, any time during a situation when he had a shoot or someone was tracking him, his head visor dropped instantly and yeah. it was just like so beautiful. Like, I mean, don't get me started on Boba Fett or we're going to be here for another it, hour. It, so. it almost looks like it's integrated into the ship too. No, it looks like if he's in that cockpit and his yeah. hands on there, the the helmet knows and it locks in with him. Like it's so, ugh, so beautiful. And Jeremiah's just in That's there all. I just love that part. It's so, it's, no, I'm with you, Andrew. It's sexy as heck. <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, the the gals, the group of four gals, they go their one way to clear the way to the um, the bridge because yep. they're assuming that Moff Gideon is there. And so I didn't catch it the first time that I watched the episode, but when, when I watched it the second time in context of how we see how she's kind of – in an impossible situation when Din Jaren has the dark saber, you hear her say three or four times in their plan, I take out Moff Gideon. I yeah. do it. I do yeah. it. Oh, I yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. Because she, she, she has to. She has to defeat him for her to have, be the rightful ruler of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And so like, I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time it makes perfect sense. And I feel like, you didn't catch it the first time you watched it? Is that what you're saying? That th- Those lines that she was saying and why it mattered. Oh, oh, I, I caught it right away. I actually said it too. I was like, oh, because she has to defeat him. Right. And um, so I was like, okay, that's that second time. Like, that makes perfect sense. And so, mm-hmm. um, so while they're clearing the way to uh, the deck, they, the bridge, Din Djarin goes his separate way because he has to pass the the locker room, I guess, whatever you, what they called it, for the... The uh, <laughs> the Dark Trooper locker room. What do they you call it? Your first, folks. It's what the, for- I don't know. It's the storage area. I don't know. We'll call it the Storage unit. And so he has to... Storage unit. He was given, or he didn't get, he took uh, Dr. Pershing's... Uh, Key pen, key code cylinder, cold cylinder, cylinder. Oh, yeah. key fob, key fob, his library card. 
Well, yeah. he, hey, Jeremiah's a key pen, okay? I can't, I don't know. I have, a, I have a pen in my hand right now. <laughs> my camera right now. So, like, um, as I, that's the only thing I'd come up with. So, he has to <laughs> get there and lock them in or whatever before he can make his way to where Grogu is. And so, uh, they, it took what it took so uh, like three minutes or something he said like for them to like warm up and like yeah two, a few minutes is that yeah and so were you under the impression that they had to be in a cool environment yeah not overheat that's what it was implying well, he said that they're kept under deep freeze mm-hmm. because freeze. they 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 pull too much power to be on standby all the time right? yeah. It takes too much to power them up. That's why they also had those things, and it looked like ice was yeah, coming off of them. Right. And so he's right when he's about to get there, that's when the doors open, and they're walking, trying to walk out. And I love how he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. That would, that, would be, that would totally be me. <laughs> and so he tries to, to lock them in, but the one at the front is able to grab the doors, pull it open, Punch them across the hallway and get out, and then the doors close, and then to the other Luckily. one. To... Right. Can we just can we just all agree how lucky he is to have a suit of pure Beskar armor? Yeah. Can can we all agree how much CTE he got after this, and how he probably won't remember any of this in like a year? Dude, it's <laughs> it was remarkable. I was like, he took that. Okay, so we're getting a little head ahead of ourselves, but he gets well, he gets punched he gets punched into a wall, and then the dark trooper picks him up and just starts rock him sock him roboting. That's his what face. I was thinking when they were trying yeah. to break yeah. the door. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I I thought it was cool that they were like, okay, yeah, we can sh- we can teach him how to shoot, but we'll give him an alternative to you know yeah. having j- just just a blaster rifle. It was just cool how they they added the detail of when he was getting punched in the head that even though the, the helmet wasn't breaking, the, the piping the behind, behind him was getting crushed in. And so oh, yeah, he's he, being pushed into the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Through like yeah. the pipes and stuff. So like that was a, a, it shows the strength of the helmet, but also the strength of these dark troopers. How, well, and, and like, if you remember last season, like when that, th- when he blew up, essentially like his armor was fine. But then he was bleeding from the back of his head. Right. And so when this was happening, I'm like, dude, this boy is like not going to be able to think. Like, I can't. Like, this is like football on steroids right now. Yeah, but I feel oh, like you know? the, the helmet took all the. It took a lot of the blow, but it definitely did not feel good. It, no. You're, you're, he's loose in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so when this is happening, he uses his flamethrower. I'm like okay, because they mentioned that they had to be under a cool situation. I thought that this oh. was kind of I thought that the flame was going to destroy it because it would overheat, but it was just a cool, crazy image when the flames are coming out of all the parts did, and it did you see it was melting? It, it, it melted, melted neck. some of the some of the covering around its neck. Yep, I didn't. Yeah, that. yeah, but yeah, it, it melted just, a covering and it was lower. And then so when he actually finished them off. He actually couldn't have killed him with that the way he killed him. If oh, okay. Then melt that part off. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that was just a cool scene when 
the flames are coming out and it just turns and looks at him with like the flames coming out. Like, yeah, no, it was sick. It was cool. Um, and so then they're kind of, he's trying to figure out how to defeat this guy. Cause he doesn't really have anything to stop him. And so he tries his whistling birds and that seemed to do like something like it. You could see that, the the dark trooper was reacting to it like it was still like getting in between pieces of armor or something and like doing some sort of damage. I was surprised like, it did anything to him. Cause like I felt like with whistling birds it had to be like a humanoid. I mean clearly I'm wrong, but it it just kind of surprised me that it actually hit him. Right. You know. I wonder if, yeah. if there's some sort of like if he's able to in his helmet I think lock, lock I think on. Really smart. Well, yeah, but also, like, I thought he didn't have any more. They yeah, did. He, he keeps making them, like. Yeah. No, because he used them all in that one first episode. Yeah, he got he has more. It's Allegedly, like, yes, but I remember like, in the first season, it was hard to find. Boba Fett always has a, a, jetpack, a, rock, or a rocket. rocket, so. True. I guess, I guess, I don't know, they all got paying jobs, you he know. Has, he has Galaxy Prime, so it's two-day shipping for uh, anywhere yeah. in the Galaxy. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's fair. Two-day shipping, that's a long time for the Galaxy. No, for, from one end to the other end, that's, that's pretty quick. That's pretty quick, yeah. Some Prime should be like 10 minutes. <laughs> Just <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> You're one of those people with deliveries, huh? Hey, oh, one day boy. only. <laughs> You're one minute late. I want my refund, like you promised in your commercial. Um, but okay. So what I didn't realize the first time, um, in this when I watched it the first time was I didn't realize that he had his spear on him and it was knocked out of him and hit across the floor. So like when he took it out and used it the first time, I'm like. Where did that come from? But then when I watched the second time, I saw that at the beginning when he first got was fighting, like it got oh, yeah. Yeah, thrown yeah. down the hall a little bit, and then he later picked it up. But I was like, "How did, also, randomly... did anyone else realize the spear seems shorter?" Hmm. I just think I don't think so. Is he really? just taller than Ahsoka? So it just seemed like when we first saw the spear, right? She was using two hand. And like gout, like more upwards comment. He was using more like a sword than a spear. Uh, he's bigger. He's just had, bigger. I mean, I was just wondering. I don't know if it was cut. It just seemed a little smaller. But maybe it's just because he's bigger. I think he's just taller than uh, Ahsoka and Morgan Elsbeth. And yeah. so it, it looks not as tall. But yeah, so he whips out the thing and this gets him in the neck and killed him killed him and then he runs over to the the doors and pulls the lever and all of the dark troopers get sucked out in the vacuum of space did anyone okay. think that was permanent okay i i did i, I didn't I even was... think of it like either way <laughs> for a second i was really disappointed because i was like oh seriously seriously all this build really? up and he only fights one and they get thrown into space. But then I literally right after that, I paused it because I needed to use the restroom 
and I got up and potty and, break. What is that trash? Okay, dude, okay, on. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I'll just use the restroom on my couch the next time. That that'll like yeah. human being. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so a I paused it and I, and I was in the restroom and it literally dawned on me. It was like, wait a second. They don't have to breathe and they have thrusters. None of them are dead in space right now. Right. So then it was fine. Kind of like uh Leia. What was it K2SO that said that Oh yeah, yeah. Was it KTSO or was it I thought it was a girl from Solo. No, I wasn't. I think it was K2SO that who said I like survive in the What was or, it? Or, I know or, what you're talking about. Or was it AP from Rebel? I think it was AP. No, no. No, it was live action. Okay, well, one of the I remember I what the survive. line was was like I can survive. I'm not the one that needs to worry about it. You do. Yeah. It was something like that. Like, but as far as whether the dark troopers can come back, like I didn't even really think about that aspect of whether they would come back or not, but it didn't surprise me when they did come back. Correct. It was like, Oh, whatever. right. Yeah. What well, I was surprised was that they didn't have magnetic feet where they could just stay there, stay there, but lock in. Locked down, and I was more surprised that there was an airlock on the other side of their store. Uh, I think it's, I think it's just how they are deployed off the ship. Oh, good point. Dang, Nabbit. Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's a, a good point. point. I didn't even think about like that. You like, back to the uh, episode. No, I, okay. So when yeah, I watched so this wouldn't... for a second time, I watched episode the last week's episode and this one at one sitting, yeah. and yeah, that's exactly the way they exited because they walked out. Yeah, it makes more sense because they wouldn't walk through the entire ship until they get to another airlock. <laughs> so, good point. Um, so, but it was a very convenient place to put the airlock, though. But then again, it makes sense because you wouldn't want the door open to be in there because you couldn't pull it. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, because if you're if you're launching them from space, you don't want to be way. in there with them. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. So, yeah, Andrew, duh. That's why it's there. Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't know if we mentioned this already, but in the midst of this, or I can't remember exact the line, that the chronological aspect of this, but when um, the three or the four ladies get to the bridge, they take out everyone but Moff isn't there. And so, yes. Because of this, when Din gets to uh, the holding cell for Grogu, he's already in there. Uh, can we? Can we? Uh, before we get into that, can we mention how dope these girls were? Just destroying oh, yeah. everything. Oh yeah. Like hard. I, I really like Finnick. I I really like her. Yeah. I, yeah. No. She's she's real. She one her acting is just unbelievable. But then yeah, like I. I'm surprised at how much I've fallen in love with her character, and I'm really excited to learn more about her backstory in uh, Bad yeah. Batch, which yeah. is yeah. that she's in there. So the I'm one thing that. about that whole scene when they were going through the ship that I did not like the one thing, everything else is perfect, great choreo, great. The clog, I mean the, the, the no, jam, the what? No. The clog, I actually thought that was kind of humorous because, like, that happens all the time to real weapons. So it's like, 
I love how she like hits it and it, you hear it power. And she's like, excuse me. And she turns around and then just start mowing it over her shoulder. <laughs> One thing that I didn't like was the martial arts incorporated in the gunfighting. Because in every time that Finnick did something that wasn't just shooting, it could have been over so much more quickly just by shooting someone. I, I noticed that, but... Okay, but, dude, it was so dope. A, a because she's martial artist. She, she's trained in martial arts, right? Correct. 100%. I think so. Yeah, so, like, yeah. you're not going to hire someone like that and not utilize that flashy... Dude, like, that I, roundhouse kick... Because first of all, you know you're not worried about the stormtrooper actually going to hit you. Like, yeah, she's not she, worried about getting she, shot. The she woman she matrixed, she, she matrixed, she matrixed uh, one of them. Yeah, that was that was good. That was good. So it's like she's not worried about that. And she's like, ah, let me save my ammo and roundhouse kick you in the face. Like it was dope. I but was like, shoots him. Yeah, but yes, Andrew. Like I, I did notice that too. Like. She could have just went in there shooting, and it would have been quick, a lot quicker. But it was dope. I like that aspect of her character that she can shoot really well, but she can also fight hand to hand combat. That is the mark of a good bounty hunter. Yes, true. But like all those ladies were shooting and kicking butt at the same time. You got like WWE, like RKO out of nowhere at one point, and then you got like a belly roll or whatever. Like it was dope. It was so a belly sweet. Roll? I don't know. Like don't she know. threw, uh, oh, a hip throw. A hip throw. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. She used like, the yeah, you know the, the belly roll. The belly I mean, roll when you yeah. roll them onto your belly. Yeah, but but I I really like the the scene with the the bridge, like where do you yes. fall off? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. weird thing. They just like, jumped off. Yeah, and like that's sick. a weird bridge where you just like lose your balance and you fall into space like that's oh yeah no if you cough wrong you're screwed yeah yeah thanks <laughs> thanks again to the architects of the empire for making things extremely dangerous for no reason but it was dope it looked sick that's, that's very pretty scene but yeah i just i just wanted to make sure that we mentioned that because i felt like a lot of ladies W- really appreciate that scene. I want to make sure that we highlighted oh, that. And like, it was really what dope. I what I like about it is it wasn't like purposely saying this is a group of women doing it. It was just mm-hmm. these characters who happen to be women, and it wasn't Our like team, in but yeah. yeah, and it's it wasn't like in Avengers Endgame when they're at the final battle and all the female superheroes come together. Like that was like blatantly. Yeah, that was like hurrah, hurrah! Like a woman doing this, like Drew. What was that? Hurrah! All right. Mm. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but like in this one, Where I think it, first, folks. it was executed a lot better because it wasn't saying a group of women for the sake of that scene. It was this was just these characters coming together, and they just happen to be women, and they're just the best at their craft, and the they're, able, they're able to kick butt. And take out. They essentially took out the whole entire crew of this. They did this thing all by themselves. Like they they did. So like that was just great. I like yes, that's good that we mentioned that, and I really yeah. like that scene. Um. So, Din Djarin gets to the holding cell for Grogu and uh, Moff Gideon is there with the dark saber on this reaching out over Grogu and 
it was very like it was expected like i wasn't surprised that this was the way it played out the scene yeah you know do you know what i wish would have happened and would have also not been surprising if like in the clone wars movie when obi-wan sits down to have some tea they just sat down. I was going to say Gideon was holding a cup of coffee, but sure. Or Goroku was drinking coffee. Ah, like he was in that one episode. With yeah, when he was broth. drinking the bone, bone, broth. bone broth. Yeah. We all know it was in that cup, let's be real. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know what? It wouldn't be surprising if we cut to a word from the second sponsor of today's episode. <laughs> no, it would not uh, so take a quick listen to that and learn a little bit more about them. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. So some notable things that Moff Gideon says that we should go over is well one i was surprised that like he said something along the lines of how he knows everything that happened like he's already like knows everything's gonna happen and he mentioned was it he mentioned that he that didn't killed or destroyed uh the dark trooper is that what he specifically said he destroyed one and then he also said that he used the last of his whistling birds right yeah so i was like wondering like how did he know that? Is he just ISP? He has cameras everywhere. You think it's the cameras? Like, you think oh, yeah. that's what it is? It's you like the American Because part of me was thinking he's somewhat force sensitive, probably maybe from Grogu's blood. Oh, like that's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, like, how did he know this? Like, so for me, it was everyone else is dead. Like, so like no one could have rated it to him. I feel like he has his own like security feeds and stuff that he can tap into. So it's either that, like I'm down for that one, Andrew. It's but I also really do like that theory, Jeremiah. Um, there was also a theory out there because at a certain point the Death Troopers stop doing something and they turn. And so people are like, Is there that is true, yeah. Is there Grogu's blood in them? Are they? No, I think I think they're linked, cybernetically linked. Yeah, but if you watch you it, Mach like they is cybernetically linked to the dark troopers. No, I think this no. the dark troopers are cybernetically connected. They're linked together, and I... then he has a link or a feed that he can tap into from them. Hmm. I, I'm I'm thinking more of the lines that he is kind of force sensitive. 
Because it oh. is weird because he tells... He just knows too much. Cause it, yeah, because it just seemed weird that he knew those details so quickly. Like, it just stood it, out to me. That's yeah. all I think. And, and it, it stood out to me, too. And I think it was supposed to st- stay... It was supposed to have that effect. And so I was just wondering, is he Force-sensitive? Did he use Grogu's blood to make himself Force-sensitive in some way? Like, because that's been theories that people have had. Like, what does he want with Grogu? And part of it was to make himself Force-sensitive. So that was something that crossed my mind. But he did say that his use of Grogu has already been... He's used him for his purpose. He's gotten the blood, used his blood, and... He says that this blood will bring order to the galaxy. And yep. What do you think bring order to the galaxy Bro. means? Are you is this a real question or you just want us to say it? It's palpatine. Do you think it's Smoke palpatine? Because I was because yeah. order I I assumed I kind of associated with the first order. So that would be True. like the Snoke, Snoke, Palpatine. Palpatine type of thing. So yeah, that's why it is. Because we see those botched uh, corpses. Snokes. Yeah, Snokes or Palpatine clones or whatever they were. Like we see that. So, but I knew it was linking uh, the First Order when he used the word order. But well, then- and earlier in the season, that his like commander or whatever the girl yeah. on the ship says yeah. uh this this is going to help us with the first order or like the new order is what they she call says, it she says you'll be rewarded in the new era yes new the era. new era yeah. yeah um but then again i do remember from last episode uh that officer that was talking with bill burr he says everyone doesn't want no one wants freedom but they want order and so Everyone wants order, and at one point they'll beg for it. Yeah. So then, like, I was thinking, oh, are they just using the same terminology from previous episode? And it's not referenced specifically to the first order, but order as in control or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, he Gideon's like, all right, well, I don't have any use for him. You can take him. Like, I'm like, all right. Obviously, he's lying. Like, this is not whatever. And so Moff Gideon retracts his saber, steps aside, then goes to pick up Grogu. And, of course, Moff Gideon goes to try to kill him, which I don't think he was trying to kill him. I, I think from that moment, his plan was to lose so that Din Djarin would get the dark saber. Now that I that is feasible because when the camera's showing to go pick up Grogu, he doesn't have any armor on the back of his legs. So he could have just went straight for the legs and cut off his legs, but he went for the back where there was a like jetpack. Like, I mean, to be eight, fair, he was, he, the was hitting, <laughs> he was hitting like large portions of armor when he was swinging. Right. Okay, so my counter to that is he was surprised that he was spared. When he was spared after the fight, he says that, "Oh, so you're going to spare me." This well, this either is way, interesting. 
Either like, way, I don't think he went in gotten... that knowing that he was going to lose that fight. I think he went into that fight thinking he, well, he was. Win it. Well, he was also going later going to shoot himself. So well, that that's because, this... no, because that's because of who showed up, and that's why I think he is fourth sensitive. Because I think he knows who showed up, and the rumors of Luke is too strong, and that's why he he gave up. He well, I mean, if you think about it, if he's a he's part of the remnant of the Empire, they know who Luke Skywalker is. Exactly. You know, so he, like, I don't, he, does, up, he wouldn't have to be force sensitive to to piece. Well, sure, but I'm just saying. I feel like that was more the case. Not. I think it was more of that. Like he was terrified, and it went well, from I think him were, thinking he was going to win the whole thing, and then oh shoot, I, I'm done, and he didn't well, want to get captured. See, I think that. That he before Din Djarin entered the holding cell, he knew that there was no way he was going to get out of there alive. Like he knew he lost in this, I think. And his, I, possible, I, I think guess. his plan was he knows Bo-Katan wants the dark saber, and she's teaming up with this Din Djarin that he knows the backstory of. And, and he like, did know they were already there. What's that? Like he knew that the girls were already. In the bridge. At the, the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that does kind of make sense. So, like, I think he knew that he's like, I'm going to lose, but I'm going to, like, throw crap at the fan for these people. Like, so they don't they, – they might win in the short term right here, but it's going to cause a great internal conflict in these relationships. Yeah. So, I, I don't think that he intended to kill Din Djarin, and I think he purposely lost that fight with Din so that Din would get the Darksaber to cause that conflict. The more and more I think about it, yeah, it could have been like that too. You're right. I think you're right, Jeremiah. Because the more and more I think about it, it's also, it could be like that because he's stalling to get those troopers to come back. There's that too. That's also, that's also yeah, that's a valid point. So I feel like that it could be that. And then also, hmm, I had something else too I was thinking that made sense. Yeah, it could be like yeah, because it just he knows exactly what's gonna happen play by play, right. which is why like I understand why people are speculating that he could be force sensitive, because it's very he because he he says like, what does he say? He say, I know every step you're making before you make it. So it is kind of weird that yeah. he says that. Just, so it would be it would make sense that he did that on purpose. Yeah, and when he when that conflict is brought to Din and Bo Katan's attention, like he's like laughing and smiling. Yeah, no, like, he was pumped. He's happy about this. Like he wasn't surprised that this was gonna. No. happen. he knew this was gonna happen. And so, um, I really. I, by the way, I really liked him. Oh, he was the, good. The, oh, the actor and his character development in, in this episode. In this episode, he was his. He's really good at facial expressions. Yes, and we we first see that great facial expression when uh, when Grogu is taken and he opens up the cell and Grogu's taken out those two stormtroopers and it, just a look on his face of like horror, like surprise. Yeah. So this is a good good thing. So I like that he's in this show, and I since he's I'm happy he's still alive. So we'll definitely see more of him. Yes, scheming in some holding cell, jail cell somewhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the more and more I think about it too, Jeremiah, that could be possible because he we we he has surrendered before. He's made people surrender before. So he knows defeat. Because he made that crew surrender to Bogotan and them before. Who? He made that guy, like when they took uh-huh. over the ship for those weapons in episode three, it was. Oh, yeah. You know, oh. he's like, well, if they're already that far, you know, they, you've already lost. And then right. he says, Long right. so it's not surprising that he. Yeah. Right. But when uh, Din Djarin brings Moff Gideon to uh, the bridge, bo is automatically in horror of what happened because mm-hmm. gosh the look on her face when the doors open and din is holding the dark saber and dragging in moff gideon i was like i can't even imagine what she's you guys, thinking you guys knew right away right well it didn't even cross my mind that what i know because we've talked about a million times because ahsoka is the rightful ruler of mandalore I, i've talked about this a million times i know the rule Dude, but like Jeremiah, I feel like you're the one that I didn't. I, even, it didn't even cross my mind that was like until the first thing I thought. I was like, as soon as he smiled and he said that those lines when yeah. he was on the ground, I knew right yeah. away. I'm like, oh, it's about to go down. Like this is yeah. actually not good. This is a bad. Si-. And I said that in the start. I'm like, oh, it's it's done. It's about to go down. And then the music changes drastically as soon as they walk yeah. in. Like it wasn't a, like a happy music. It was like game over it's going down that's cool honestly jeremiah that's cool that they got you they got yeah me. that's really cool I especially am. you where you're like hardcore clone <laughs> like you should know this better than anyone else <laughs> it's it is funny because like he walked in and all i could think was this is where the fun begins <laughs> I like, no, I I was like how well because like yeah. i knew i knew he was gonna try to give it up He's like, oh, th- this is yours now. He's like, that's fine. I, you can have it. You you can take it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, no, it's not the way it works. Like, yeah. Because like I know. I yielded even. Yeah. <laughs> like he was. I was like, I know that Din Djarin doesn't want that responsibility. Like I know he no. doesn't. Yeah, he he doesn't do it on purpose. But then I'm like, it got me thinking. Like, has this ever happened before? Where like someone accidentally gets it, and they're like friends with the person who really should get it. You know. Well, like th- th- this is what causes a plot hole, because Sabine gives the dark saber to Bo-Katan, yes, and that's how she originally gets it. Okay, but here's the thing: she gives it to Bo-Katan, and then the clans acknowledged her as their leader. That was the big thing, because you remember they're sitting on the 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 ramp of the ship. Yeah, I, yeah, yep. And there's a moment where the clans actually acknowledge her as the ruler. So there's a, there's a difference. I think it's a difference because if she were to take it on the ship with no one, but Reeves as a witness, she would be living a lie, but because the heads of the clans acknowledged it before that was them saying, you know what? Sure. It was given to you, but we acknowledge you as a leader and we're going to honor that as, as the leader of Mandalore. You know? I really want like a story that's backwards where we see how she lost it to him. I we're that's I, eventually I we're going to see a backstory on the purge. Cause like, that's something that we, we don't know we anything about sometime between yeah. 
season four of Rebels and season one of Mandalorian, there was a purge on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So like we're gonna get that eventually. But I really hope so. Um but go ahead, Drew. Oh, I was just gonna say I hope I'm alive for it. <laughs> I, I'm just being real, as, man. As as do we all. As <laughs> Thank do we you. all Thank Drew. But yeah. You know, the one way, now you might think this is super corny, but the one way out of this whole, she needs to like kill Din to get the saber to rule Mandalore uh-huh. was what if they end up getting married? Then they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, like they would just be like king and queen of Mandalore. Like she gets, okay. Let me tell you something. Mark my words. You heard it here first. If they get married, it will feel the exact same to me, the exact same. And I'm not, say I am, it, just not, say it. I am I not pulling any punches and I'm not joking. It will feel the exact same to me as the Raylo kiss. Thank you. That's all I wanted no, to say. There is no need. All I wanted to say. There's no need. Hey, it would still be more meaning though in the marriage than that kiss though, because it's the unite. You're not wrong. That because what is one of the... Okay, but what is one of the major like things that Star Wars is based off of? So there's two things. It's like Disney Eastern, and Eastern, Lucasfilm. No. <laughs> it's like Eastern religion slash like Japanese culture mixed with sure. European like Jeremiah, your middle finger down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, just, I'm holding my pen and it's just like, but it's. Uh. Eastern religion slash Japanese culture mixed with like European knighthood chivalry. Well, what is the thing that happens all the time in Europe? Kings and queens and princes and princesses would always marry each other to play dragons to create dragons, make peace treaties between countries and peace treaties between groups. I think that would. Okay. So I, I understand what you're saying, Jeremiah. One, I think it's would be stupid. <laughs> Two, I think what also would be stupid about it is it would decredit her role. Yeah. And like to like like I feel like as a woman, I would hate that. Okay, yeah. Not not I'm just gonna come out and say this. I I think it would it would weaken her character Correct. and and I don't want that. Because yeah, she's I'm, been, saying, she's, no, I'm been, saying she's been a strong, independent woman. She's been ruling mm-hmm. by herself. She mm-hmm. doesn't need a man. She doesn't need a man to do it. Mm-mm. Tell me about it. And right. honestly, here's the thing. Honestly, I feel like that would be really poorly it would, received it because would, it's like, it oh, so go, she needs a she needs to get yeah. married to rule. Like it would no. go back. It would it would take a backtrack from what they Jeremiah, just did. Why not? All of this to say, like what you're saying, I know is you want legit. more. No, it's legitimate. I, I mean, like that's a yeah. that's a legitimate idea. I just saying that it would be a big mistake. Yeah. I know yeah. you want more love entrances. I doubt that that would actually happen, but I'm saying that would be like yeah, the that easy would, way. Like, that would be an easy way out. I also think an easy way out would let let her beat him up. <laughs> just like all right, punch me. But there, Let's the fight. Is, there, there has to be a way she can get it, like legally without them fighting and like there has to be make it legal if he's yeah if he's the ruler of mandalore he can write a new law saying i can surrender my rights 
There's that, yep. But I'm saying I think there's going to be a way out of that creed aspect, that yeah. history aspect. And I, I really Find like... next time on... Dragon... What? Nothing. Keep going. But I really liked how Moff Gideon was like, that saber doesn't have power, but it's the story that has power. Yep. Like, that's just a really good line. And so... And he's sitting there all... <laughs> yeah, he's just laughing at having fun. Um, stalling. But, stalling, too, yes. But so as this is happening, boom, alarms go off. And we did like, we got incoming or whatever they said. And like, how many life forms? Life forms are there? None. And it's like, the dark troopers are back. And they just, there's, I feel like more of them came than were thrown out the, in the space, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I, I, I really like more of the merrier because of what we get later. <laughs> well, right. Okay, so I really, I, I understand real quick. I understand what you're saying, Jeremiah, but he says, uh, a platoon, a platoon, which a normal platoon in the army has 40 to 50 people in it. Right. I really loved all of the cinematography and the visuals and the effects but like the scenes of them walking through the hallways because there was something, some of the angles, there was something about it that, that invoked fear for me. Like, not that I was afraid. Wa- I wasn't afraid watching it, but like it felt very intimidating, like watching them in rows. It worked. Like, it worked. Walk, it worked really well to, to be, to hit that intimidation factor. Um, you know, and- cause like we know what they are. Yeah. But you see them in these small corridors. They look really large. They've got weight. Like they, yeah. they, they looked like they had weight to them when they walked. And to see them walking through like that, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. Well, and it was cool because they showed that scene where those people, like stormtroopers, fell through. And it was that same. That's how they got into the ship, was through that little really bad design bridge corridor thing and like so i thought it was really cool that they tied that back in like we were supposed to see that scene to get that end result how they're gonna get back into the ship and once again it was really poorly designed but it looked cool (laughs) so they enter the cruiser and they make their way towards the bridge and so they lock the blast doors blah 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 classic star wars (laughs) And they just start punching. Rock'em, sock'em, roboting. Yep. yep. Boom, 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 boom. And... Okay, Art, right. pause, pause for a second. Can we talk about the theme? Their theme? Oh, that, yeah. Like, semi-orchestral, semi-dubstep. It was definitely dubby. That was going on. Like, dude, that was sick. Okay, so I liked it. I was like, in my stream, like, dude, this mood this music slaps like this is dope. I was like feeling yeah. it and yeah. I didn't realize like I, I knew it felt different, but I didn't really realize it. And even when I went and watched the other live stream, they're talking about it at the end. Like That music was so different, but it worked. And like, yeah. they're like dubstep for life. Like it was, it was like, like very, very robotic. Was, and and, and Jeremiah probably hated it. Didn't you? I didn't notice the music. Oh, I, I, it was just, it just seemed like normal robot music in any movie. Like, I didn't, it didn't it stick stood out. out. It was, you need to go rewatch this episode, I think. I have. I've already watched it twice. No, like, 
now. All right. See you guys. <laughs> yes, another episode of Jeremiah's <laughs> podcast. I'm Jeremiah. And, um, but anyway, um, so now it's like, now what's going to happen? Because there's no way the five of them could take on all of them. My heart was racing during this. Like, I legit was like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Like, really? what is, what is going to happen? Because like, th- you're right. There's no way. There's no way they might take down two of them, but then there's like <laughs> another 12 behind those in a single file line. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what? So what is going to happen? Now, let me ask you though, both of you at this point, did you forget about who would come for Grogu? Like, were you expecting yeah. a Jedi to show up? I I wasn't I, I wasn't was like, because I was so wrapped up in the moment, but I will say that the second the X Wing showed up, every single thing clicked. Mm. Every single thing clicked. So for me, I in that moment I'm like, all right, so who's gonna come who, what Jedi is gonna show up? I knew one of them was showing up and I just didn't know who. And then when well, the X Wing I mean, Did you watch the did you watch the Yes, I did. Yeah. I watched the recap. Because, well, one time, and I'm never skipping another recap because they tell you everything that's going to happen. There you go. There you go. So I've learned my lesson. I was like, okay, so who's showing up? Who's it going to be? I was like, is it going to be Ahsoka again? Is it going to be other people? I'm so glad. I'm so glad it wasn't Ahsoka. Really? Well, okay. I love what we got, but I, I would have still loved to see Ahsoka again. I yeah, just sure. Ahsoka. I feel like it would have been a cop out, though. Why? It, it would have been like the worst decision because... Yeah. Well, because she's like, reach out and a Jedi will come and help you, maybe. And then he does, and it's just her again. Like, why didn't you like, just come with... No one like, showed up. I guess I'll answer the call for uh, you. I, I was on call, and the, the first and second choices weren't I heard available. Ron could be in the basement of the ship, so... Yeah, right. Check right. it out. <laughs> I, I know. I just... I was like, I don't know. I wouldn't have hated it if it was her. I was just like, who? I also like when I saw, so we could get to the point where last second, we're at that point, right? And then X Wing shows up. I, I want, I said Luke, but then in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, could it be someone else? Could it be someone else in X Wing? Like, could it be, I don't know, Ezra? Somehow, like, I don't know. I didn't want to assume it was Luke because I've been denied that theory before in the past. So I was like, no, it's not. Maybe that's, it's not Luke. That's, that's his like trademark thing. When I saw that X Wing, I was like, yep, mm-hmm. this is Luke. Here he is. We're going to get to see him. But for me, like, when we saw the X Wing, I didn't immediately jump to Luke. But when Cara Dune says, oh, great, one. One X wing. Yeah. At first, I thought oh, it was like yay. I thought it was like the, the Asian New Republic guy. showing up. <laughs> like, I thought it was gonna be a whole group of like the Rangers Repu- of the New, New Republic, Re- yeah, that or something, or the, like the New Republic's like military would show up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but when she said it was just oh a single X wing, then we're saved or whatever. I was like, oh, that that's Luke, and then Atlanta, and then like the music changed. Yes. And then it goes, so you see the X-Wing enter the landing bay and you see Grogu 
like turn his head like he, he acknowledges senses, it he, he, he senses a presence and i'm like is this luke because the x-wing is luke's thing like i'm like okay like, but, but then i, I was kind of like drew i was like i'm not gonna just jump to a conclusion because i did not want to assume because i didn't want to get my heart broken so i was like, like, like it could be someone like, else baby then I was thinking, like, how are they gonna do luke like because they're gonna have to show his face. They can't like not right. show his face. Right. Well, as and soon like, as yeah. And I was like, I don't think that they cast Sebastian Stan yet. I thought I just heard rumors that right. it was for like future projects or something. I'm like, it can't be him. I'm like, is it? Is it? Because when I saw him like walking into the walking with like the cloak on, I'm like, well, we saw Ahsoka in a cloak, but it wasn't black. I don't think. I think it was like gray. I'm like, and the, like well, the head didn't have like the two like points on it, so I was like, it's not Ahsoka. But then, like, which, when we first weird if it was with the X-wing, <laughs> yeah. And but then, like that first scene when we see him killing the dark troopers, I see that he's wearing an all black like cloak. And he has a green lightsaber. Well, the first scene we we see him, we, we didn't see have, it was black and white. Black and white. I, I knew I knew it was green. Oh well, you I felt it in the force. I did. Shoot. And then, and then when we see the green saber actually on that well, bridge, but even for that, doesn't Ezra have a green saber? I think he does have green. Yes, his and saber so, is green, but it's the shade of green. No, okay, well, yes, but even this when I first saw the lightsaber, I was like, it could be like when I saw like the light of the thing. Sure. But then my first thing, the first thing I looked for was the glove. That was the oh, first yeah, thing I looked yeah, for. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I saw that that glove, I'm like, "It's Luke! It's Luke! Are you guys serious?" Because I did that was scene where it's scared. like his arm is extended out and he's walking. And it's just a close up on his hand and yeah, the saber. I was, but it, I will tell you, Luke has always had a very unique shade of green. That's that's different from like your average green light. Like if you look at the scene in Attack of the Clones, there's like a thousand Jedi and they all have different color lightsabers. Like it's a different shade of green from the normal green. I've never it's, noticed. There's, it's like deeper. It it is. It's different. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, it's my favorite lightsaber. So, and so he's oh. just. Oh, speaking of which, I on a side note, a quick side note. I told <laughs> I was talking to my wife about this, and I was like, "Man, I'd love to have that hilt. Like now more than ever, I would love <laughs> to have that." And she. She looks at me and goes, "Why? Then why this?" Yeah, and for our fans, you'll find out. Yeah, next week. Yeah, I, I was. Well, she was subscribe like, "Subscribe to us the- on YouTube, and you'll know why." You have to like, go on YouTube next week, guys. Seriously. Yeah, Christmas Day. She, she was like, "Why? Is, why this then?" And I was like, "Well, no, no, no. You don't get like you don't get it. Like I, I like sure I wanted this this Return of the Jedi hilt since I was a kid, but like." They're there's you know they're super expensive. You can't you can't get them. One's brand not good enough. One thing is not good enough, Andrew. No, but like, but I and I told her I was like, you have to understand. We're we're talking about my favorite EU and my favorite canon. Like they're they're one and the same. Like you, so she I'm having to sit here and explain to her. Like no no no, you you did the right thing. Like I I love it. No, I feel her. I get <laughs> so. her. I support your wife. All right, <laughs> uh, but. But when it was the green saber, I was like, this has to be Luke. Like, even though like they still didn't show the face, I was still kind of a little skeptical. I'm like, 
there's no way that's not Luke now type of thing. Right. And so he's just killing everyone or every dark trooper and just using every trick in the book. And you know what it reminded me of? Tell me about it. Episode three, Anakin. There, there is mauling, one. mauling down people. Don't, don't you don't we not we the kids. Not, about no, the, not the kids. I'm not say, Drew. You make a joke about the kids. Never, <laughs> no, no, somehow. I don't. I'm the one that does it the most. But I, I still have candles lit for them. But there was, but there was one thing where he kind of like, like. No, it was a long reach towards Mm -hmm. someone. And I'm like, that looks exactly like Anakin did when he was killing the separatists or not the, 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 um, I'm Mustafar killing the, yeah, the trade federation guy. Like it was was the same, like lunge. I'm like, that's definitely, it was, Hmm? I was going to say someone tore that down already. And the fight style choreographed style is the exact same as that. I will tell you that a lot of the moves he used, even some of the grips he used, were very, very similar to samurai fighting techniques. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're exaggerated, and they're not exactly the same, but there were a few times where he did stuff, and I was like, that that is very similar to things that I had learned myself. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I was, like I said, I was, I my first thing when this was really going, I thought of Anakin, and like I was like, this is the Luke that we were promised that we never got. Right. This is the Luke. This is fixing the new Luke that Disney gave us. This is Disney trying to fix their situations, and I love this Luke. This is the Luke that everyone wanted. And then my third thought was, Andrew's probably gonna be so giddy in the morning because this is oh. This is EU Luke. This is the Luke that, <laughs> yeah. that Andrew yeah. talks well, about in the deep story. We haven't seen Luke in his, we've never seen Luke in his prime. Like mm-hmm. we right. see him in Return of the Jedi and he's like, but Step. he's like really unrefined. He's like button mashing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's like, finally, you know, it's for him and Boba Fett this season, we got. Their, you know, we got the actions that back up their reputations, and Correct. I, I, I loved that. I loved. There were quite a few things in that whole scene that I loved, but three things most notably: cutting one of the dark troopers straight in half, because mm-hmm. then you see them both, both sides go down into the the ray shields into space. Yep. So that was really cool. Uh, when he picks up the head the severed head of one of them and just flings it with the force at the other one. I thought, I love that. Um, I love that he uses the force in general through the whole thing, because that's right. something that we don't, that's something that we don't see a great deal right. except mm-hmm. for Maul in Clone Wars season seven and Vader at the end of Rogue One. Yep. And well, then, there was that one scene that was like Vader in Rogue One. Yeah. What I was going to ask about. And then the, the, my favorite part, my favorite part of all time was when he he crushed the dark trooper with the force. Mm-hmm. I stood up and clapped. I shot up because he you you see him holding it and I'm and I'm like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? And you see his hand do this and it starts to crinkle. And I was like, this is the freaking this is Luke. This is the Luke we've deserved all this, this is time. The Luke 
from legends the stories we've now, heard in the past. overly powerful jedi master luke right so I, that crushing scene was amazing but at the same time when that was happening i was thinking kind of like what you said earlier about when finnick was fighting like when she was just like kicking people and punching people, like he could just was sure, but, but hey, no, 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 it's completely different. It's completely different. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't prove it to me. Don't tell me you can't, you can't tell me I'm wrong. It was uh, worth it. Also, yeah. my favorite lightsaber scene out of that was right before the crushing scene when it didn't go fully through and he had to pull it back up. Yeah, but he was yeah. like, all right, so that, I, I actually, love that. That's a samurai thing. Yeah, it was there's so. A, there's cool. an actual cut where you go in and you pull it straight back back out. It was, it was so dope because it was even there, lunged out forward. It was like a. Yeah. <laughs> it was so and sexy. The, <laughs> there was one move where he he stops and he's like in more of an action pose and he's got his lightsaber behind him. He had just mm-hmm. blocked a a, a yeah. blaster bolt with it, dude. Uh, and that was they they tore when they tore that down about Anakin. That's what Anakin did with one of the like where he was on. Um, that Mustafar. base or whatever, Mustafar. destroying all of them. He yeah. blocked one of those shots like that. So that's why they were comparing it. It was like very similar before he fought Obi-Wan. Like it, that's how he was like just mulling down things and it had that feel. And it just had this like, oh, you, you, everyone is scared of him. Like it was like, you know, the galaxy's heard of him and it was just so powerful. And then, and the music though, for me, it was like making me emotional. Like it wasn't like, yes, let's go. Let's destroy. It wasn't like that techno drop. Where's the bass drop? Like music. Like it was, it was like, uh, Oh, this is the loot that we are promised for. I'm like already getting emotional. Let's think about it. Like for it was sure, so sure. good. And I've never been like, a die hard luke fan like honestly and this is like changed yeah, my are. this yeah. has changed me and yeah yeah the, the music was an interesting choice because like i think drew you said it earlier how it was like a very like low-key music like it was very slow like a slower pace it was very oh, like melodic. Wedding. like just a smooth... i was i was very surprised though that they didn't use any of the force theme mm-hmm. in it at all well they they did they they did when 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 they grogu was leaving oh yeah yeah they, yeah. they did well, i'm, I'm saying like when luke was in the oh, moment so i'm like that's we associate that melody with the jedi sure sure, that, sure. Like, i thought that, like they could would have used that in there but like they didn't which was fine i don't it think like, it really it would have fit in, I mean, it would over that action. I think it would have worked. In my view of this action, and you guys are gonna, Jeremiah's gonna hate me for what I'm about to oh, say. Gosh. So oh, I like how you guys always think that I hate everything. Okay, when I don't. Watch, watch, ready? Just watch. For me, this was Disney apologizing for the over the shoulder Luke situation. This is them apologizing to me, and that's why the music was it's like them that. getting having the right people in charge of the show. This is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't and know. I, and I, I'm, I opened that letter and I read it and I accepted. I, I don't know if I accept that apology yet, but it's okay. See, told but you. But <laughs> my, I'm willing to listen. To, I'm willing to have a conversation with oh, Disney right now. You're willing to have a meeting with them. I, I see the, the remorse in their face, but I'm still oh weary of it. But 
It's and for a- all those listeners who love The Last Jedi, I'm sorry. You're sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a step in the right direction. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but so my question though about the hallway scene was, now we have three hallway scenes in Star Wars. First it was Vader and Rogue One. Then we got yeah, Maul and Clone Wars season seven. Yep. Yep. And now we have Luke. Mm-hmm. So who did it best of those three? Luke. Luke. I don't know. Vader? To see Vader? See, it's the same similar situation for me. No, no, you're right. It's it's seeing a character limited by technology. The- the technology and the, the filmmaking of the time see him actually live up to his potential in live action. So that's like, like I feel like Vader and Luke is pretty close. Maul, it's like whatever it's cartoon. Like for I me, mean, the to Maul, be, it, like it was great. It was incredible. Oh, dope. I'm not I'm not hating on it. Like the Clone Wars season seven is some of the best Star Wars. But sure. but for me, these two to see those characters and their full potential. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies is because it made A New Hope so much better because right before that, yes, you, like, yeah. you get Vader in A New Hope, but like right before that, you know that he just mauled down people and it just made yeah. A New Hope so good. And yeah. well, I know who else mauled down people? Get out. Maul. Darth Maul. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> Boo. The thing about Darth Maul's hallway scene was he didn't have a lightsaber he just relied on yeah the environment well, he was also and fighting clone troopers and not dark troopers true dude a platoon of clone troopers could take out dark troopers dude their armor was like blaster proof rex would have found a way yeah well well r.i.p rex and rex is still alive i'm hoping in this time period so <laughs> yeah, technically, technically he is because we don't have a canon death for him yet oh true, true. Let's see. Sure. All right. So when all the Luke gets to the door and this whole time when he's killing all the dark troopers, our crew in the bridge, everyone's terrified. Like, like they're scared. They're, they're nervous. Like Moff Gideon's face, terrified. Everyone else is worried. Bo-Katan was like a Jedi. She hasn't seen a Jedi in forever other than Ahsoka. And then, mm-hmm. I guess with Ezra and or no wait, did she? Did, she, did they meet? Yeah. 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 They didn't yeah. have a. They didn't have very much interaction though. Right. Right. And so yeah, so she hasn't seen a Jedi in probably, apart from Ahsoka, you know, ten years maybe, and so she's nervous about this because she doesn't know what's going on. And so I'm nervous with them, even though I know that he's not there to hurt them. He's there right. for Grogu. But it was just interesting that they are still in that mindset that the Jedi are evil in a sense. Because like that's what the, the Emperor trained the galaxy to think, is that the Jedi were evil, that they were bad. Well, and the Mandalorian not, people. Right, and the Mandalorians, they were enemies. Mm-hmm. And so Luke still hasn't reclaim the positive view of the Jedi yet, even though we find out that he's kind of like, he does it where he's Luke Skywalker, Jedi legend type thing. So he does get that at some point, but not yet because, and I was surprised that Cara Dune didn't know who he was. 
Because like, now, to be fair, she wasn't by any of the monitors. True. So well, but she, I'm saying she like she did still didn't seem like she knew who he was even when he entered. Well, okay, but here's a here's the thing: the rebellion. I think what what people don't realize is that the rebellion was larger than just like a, a you know like it it was a full military. It wasn't just like yeah. a group of people, you know, like a group of a few hundred people. Like they had a they had a fairly large, not as large as the empire, but they had a fairly large fighting force. And if you think about how large that was, sure, maybe you hear you hear about Luke Skywalker. He blew up the Death Star. He do, does all these these crazy things. But then at the end of the day, you may never see his face, right? You may hear the stories. You may never hear his, you may never see his face though. <coughs> and then I think I inhaled some cat here. <laughs> but RIP. And that was the answer. I helped um, you. <laughs> uh, luckily I'm not allergic. But you know, she she he never he never says his name. It is true. <laughs> But when he's standing, when he, yeah, I got a hairball. When he's standing there in the room, he never says his name. So, right. like, she might just be like, "Oh, well, this is, a, this is another Jedi. That's but, that's pretty neat." But I feel like only the Rebellion slash New Republic had X wings, and Luke would have been is he a, a general when we get. He's a commander. He's a commander, not a general. Because I don't think he was a general. No, they always they 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 called him Commander Skywalker in Empire. Okay, and then I don't I don't remember. I don't think they called him anything in Return of the Jedi. Because Han was a general, right? Han and Lando. No, because in Return of the Jedi they call him uh, Jedi Master Luke. Part. No, because he was he was just a huge influence in the main rebel alliance i just felt like yeah you would think that she would last, know, but... the last jedi that they knew of like i feel like she would have known him i always knew of him like oh a, a jedi well flying an i mean thing. like how many jedi like, let, let, me, let me tell you something this this show is full of people that don't say things that they probably could have correct like dinjarin every time he freaking opens his mouth he should, he he doesn't lead with the information that's actually pertinent to the situation. That is true. <laughs> also, this like, that as soon as Luke and them go down the elevator, she's like, "That was Master Luke." Like, who's this? we don't know what happened in that room. That's what we're waiting on. It would be nice if, like, as he's about to leave, he looks over at Kara and she kind of like does a little <laughs> slight nod, and he does his. Wink like he does in the last Jedi. <laughs> no, one of them could have said, "Master Skywalker, there were too many of them. We didn't know what to do," and paid homage to that one kid from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, R.I.P. That That's the broom kid we deserve too, Sad. Wait, what did did you just say? You wanted broom kid to be killed in Revenge of the Sith? No, I was saying that he is the true broom kid that we deserved. Oh, the one that we got. Gotcha. So you're still hating on broom oh, kid. Oh hell yeah! Either way. Okay, got gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. Anyway, we're getting a little. So Luke enters, or I just say, 
Grogu looks at the camera as he finishes the hallway scene and is touching the screen mm-hmm. and looks up to Din Djarin like, this is who I want. He's here for me. And that's and at that moment, Din Djarin's no longer like afraid of the Jedi because he knows this is he's here to help Grogu. And so he's like, open the door, and no one wants to open it. So he has to go open the door. And the doors open up, smoke, and this is the fan- homage to the Phantom Menace with the Justice Saber coming through the smoke. And he walks in. I'm like, are they gonna? They're not gonna do a face. They can't do a face reveal. There's no way that they're gonna do a face reveal. Oh, they did a face reveal. No, oh, my like, mine was like, I hope it's a deep fake. I hope it's a deep fake. I hope it's a deep fake. <laughs> And he reveals his face, and I was surprised at how well it was. Mm-hmm. I was surprised at how good it was, but it looks like Andrew disagrees. No, I... Okay. It was better the, than Leia and Rogue One, tell you that. It was. No, no, no. It was. It was. It was. So what I found out on Instagram today is that there was an actor who does resemble a younger Luke Skywalker... And he played the parts and then they digitally altered. They didn't like completely replace his face. Mm-hmm. They digitally altered his face to make it look Which more is like when he moved a little bit, kind of sometimes it was a little glitchy. Right. And then did you know that Mark Hamill voiced the parts? Mm-hmm. And yep. then they digitally, they digitally uh, changed his voice to be younger. Yep. Um, but to me, just i i could tell it wasn't bad it was good it was a very good job i know like yeah i'm not saying they did a bad job i'm saying that i could tell and for me it was just it was just a thing like it it didn't necessarily i i I think i may have said it took me out of it earlier i it didn't take me out of it but i immediately was aware of the context that we don't have a young luke actor and they have to do something. And, and so we're, we're like, I was just more aware of that fact. And I, and I told him, I was talking to my wife, Micaiah, I was like, like it would have been really cool if they had gotten like Sebastian Stan or someone else who looked like Luke, but then if they had recast Luke immediately minutes after the episode finished, people would have taken to the internet and be like, they've got a, they've got a young Luke. We're getting a movie. We're getting a TV show. And it's like, well, no, that's probably not in the plan for the foreseeable future. So I'm glad that they did it this way because it's like a one-off thing. You know, it's like exactly. we're committing we're committing to give you giving you a good Luke Skywalker, but I we're want not this. committing to this. We're not committing to this long term. You know, um, so I, I I was so happy. I wanted a deep fake. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know if it's a popular opinion, but for me, a deep fake was reserve like i i wanted that that's why i wanted i don't want a luke story necessarily i want him to come in whoop butt say hi right right like and then walk out and that's what we got and it it brought me back to when i was young as a kid and it like i said like i was holding back tears and you can tell by my reaction in my review video like I seriously was holding back tears. Yeah, Micaiah, my wife, when he started, like when the music started and he was cutting down the droids, started tearing up. Yeah, even 
you know, and, and it, there was, man, there was something about him and we're not, we're not there yet, but him and R2 and just the whole combination of things, the, the reaction that R2 had to Grogu, you could tell there was a, there was a recognition of something from the past there, you know, like potentially, yeah. Which of course we're getting ahead of ourselves. Jeremiah's like, guys, we gotta, we gotta go. No, I'm just listening. I'm I'm enjoying the insight. uh, But you know, like I was aware that it was not a a fully real face, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, I we were given something that we've always wanted. Yeah, you know, I was. I mean, I was aware, but like I said, it was way better than Leia's. It was way better. I don't know why. Because Leia's wasn't that actress like Leia's daughter. No, it was just yeah. a different Dude, actress. I'm telling you, it's the mouth. It was for Leia. It was the mouth. Oh, yeah. I would say it wasn't just the mouth. It was. Have Her you seen forehead the, was huge. Have you seen the deep fake of that same scene though? Where yeah. they, it's yeah. hundred times better, and you can't yeah. explain why. It just is. Yeah, but mm, I haven't seen that. I should see that. Yeah, but, but I don't know. Like, I was like, oh, this isn't bad. Like, there's times, but like for me, it's like. This is a scene, though, that they could fix in the future, too. As technology gets better, they can edit it, and we can get, like, a redone I mean, version. You know, like, fair, Star Wars, be, they do that every 10 years. Yeah, but to be fair, they've already edited out Gene's guy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have the ability to re-upload this episode file to 100%. Disney Plus if they wanted. You know, so. I'm not worried know. about it. I know when I show my kid in 10 years that is going to look like exactly like Mark Hamill. That's I'm just, Oh, because they'll update it. I was yeah, going to say if they Wait, your kid in 10 years? Well, yeah. You know. Are you are you No, well, no. I was going to say did we just No, I just did everyone get a spoiler. In, in like 10 years they're going to fix the problem and potentially I could have a kid and I'm going to show Oh, them. gotcha, gotcha. Calm okay. down, guys. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um okay but anyway my my response to his face was one i I was impressed by how well it was because i think do you guys think it was what it was better tarkin or luke tarkin's was so good okay but tarkin's tarkin's was good because of the lighting yeah right and so Tarkin, tarkin my wife had no idea was fake yeah the entire movie Right. I think I think Luke's had some things working against him because of the lighting because it was a right. well lit bridge that's versus I, like that's what I was gonna say like yeah it was very bright fleshy color yeah. whereas everyone else yeah. in the room there was still enough shadows in there where their their faces were dimmed down and I think if they were to put like some sort of shadow on his face just like a, just tint it down just a little bit. It would have been almost perfect. It would have been better than yeah. Tarkin. Because like you said, Tarkin's was dependent on shadows to cover up the obvious CGI. And yeah. Like we've talked about like you've mentioned like the whole lips thing. Like I think the lips in this scene were very well done. And you could tell that like what you said it was a person that was doing it and they just put the face over that. And so it was actual lip movement and so you know bad lip movement is what can cause a face to look fake so i think it's it's almost better than tarkin tarkin's facial reconstruction was probably better but 
you could still, but here, like, it was like, almost looked like it was a real person because it wasn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like Tarkin too. Like I don't want to stay on this subject forever, but Tarkin, he he's old, so wrinkles and stuff like they add more of like a realistic effect than when your face is like smooth. That's right. yeah. So I feel like because Luke's had that baby face still, like it kind of it it didn't have like the full like Tarkin's. I feel like just felt like it could be like I don't know. It was good. Tarkin's yeah, was but, cool. yeah, and, and and like I said again, the times that you see Tarkin, he's and, in rooms where there yeah. are a lot more shadows. I mean, like that's a prime example is Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park movie. Like yeah. that's why the CG in that movie of the T Rex still to this day looks good because, because at night because it's dark. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do that toilet scene. <laughs> so good. RIP that guy. RIP. So good though. Um. All right. So he he does the face reveal, and he looks over to Grogu, and Grogu looks out from behind the chair or whatever. And what does he say? He's like, "Come, little one," or what was it? He's something like, "Come like on, that? little one." Yeah. And I love it. that. Was the interesting thing for me is Luke just. He was just there for Grogu. He didn't even care that there's this giant guy in like on the ground, just got knocked out because he tried to commit suicide. He wasn't here for a moth. Like he was here for Grogu. That's all he cared about. And he had to kill some guys on the way up. And so, you know, Grogu is also hesitant and he looks at Din Djarin and Luke's like, he wants your permission, which was. Yeah. Well, Din Djarin said he doesn't want to go with you. And then. He's like, yeah, he wants your permission. He's like, it's okay, buddy. Like, you can go. It's he's one of your kind, and mm-hmm. they have their they have their goodbye scene, and it was. I didn't expect him to take his helmet off. I'll say that, like, exactly. But, but like when they're staring at each other, and. You can and see he, his eyes tearing up. Oh. He reaches up to like the helmet. Uh-huh. I want to see you with my own eyes. Yeah, and then like it looks like I have to take off my helmet, and he takes it off, and they just kind of stare into each other's eyes and look at each other, and he's and that fine. helmet here, though, on yeah. point. <laughs> um, that whole but, time, my heart was breaking, y'all. Dude, I oh was, I was trying not to cry the whole time. It was so and, good. It was so good. And so he, after that, he puts down Grogu, and Grogu grabs onto his leg and like, I don't want to go, type of thing. But then, R two, R two comes out. I like, oh, awesome! Like, I, I was, so I was so happy. Yes, I was so happy to see R two, and I was like, oh, R two, like I, I don't know I why. I didn't even expect I it. I know. I didn't. I don't. I don't know why I was so happy to see him like, either. I was just so like pumped in, in the X wing. Does what they're on there? Is he on there? Like, yeah, when you look back, when it flo- goes into the hangar, you can see R2 unit. Okay, because like, I didn't know R2 even... has to roll through the carnage, <laughs> like all the way up there, you know? That's why it it's took him gay. so long because there was so much stuff in his way. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's be real, he also flew. Come on, he just used his yeah. jetpack. But yeah, he had to wait still... for the elevator to come back down. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's got his little mechanical arm just sitting there hitting the button. Like seriously, this happens all the time. Keep, you keep pushing it really fast. Oh, to go fast. <laughs> yeah. 
So, but I really liked it that scene because you could tell that they met each other before. Yeah, that R two D two recognized him, and Grogu recognized him also. So they had a bond. Like, I don't know if that's true. Maybe he was just excited. I don't know if Grogu. I don't think Grogu knew him. I think he was just really excited to see him. I think. Okay, why would he be excited to see him? I do this a droid because it's like. it's like it's like droid like he's he's not been around very many astromechs yeah this is so i see that point of view too like i see that part where it's like it's just like you know when you it's just like a cool little thing and the child's like oh this is cool like i've never seen that like it's more inside yeah but i think and i think jeremiah thinks the same i think they knew each other from the jedi temple yeah because the way R2D does his like he does his, his dance his dance shake thing like mm. that's something like of like a a joyous thing like he I I thought he was remembering Yoda and no. was like oh, there's another be. one it could be no I I don't I think I think it's implied it's, it's it seeks to make you think that they yeah. knew each other I think that's the intent um. But I was literally when before he danced, I was like, oh, "Do the dance, do the dance, do the dance," and then he did it, and then I was like, "Oh heck yeah!" I was pumped. I don't know why I was so pumped to see R two. I think it kind of like took me away from like the really emotional scene right. that we just had. But for me, like the helmet taking off reminded me so much of Jedi when Vader took off his helmet and Luke was able to see Vader for the first time with his own eyes. And he was neighbor, never, he didn't see his dad ever like that before, right? And it's the same with Grogu. He never saw his father without his helmet on. And he was able to take off his helmet and see his dad for the first time with his own, like what his face. And that's why he grabbed his face. Like for me, that's what that moment meant. It was like a really intense moment. And, yeah. and I got that scene right away. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to cry. This is really, I should not be crying for a TV show like this, like, but I am. And for me, Bill Burr, we were talking about last week how great Bill Burr acting was. This scene blew that way out of the wall. Oh, no. For me, it just, like, no. made that. No. And and tonight, I watched them both back to back, and I stayed by my statement. No. It blew it out of the water. It was his. Pedro just. His acting was so good for not bringing anything. It was so good. Bill Burr had way more mannerisms and facial like twitches. Okay, but but you have to understand that Pedro Pascal, there was so much he was communicating with his his face. Yep. Well, yeah. So much. So good. Bill Burr did that also, and I think he did it better. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I I just think that if the the tears that Pedro Pascal had is what sold his performance. But other than the tears, if you take the tears away, there's not much they're just staring at each other. And, oh, and you're probably going to hate me for this comment also. But when that happens, when he takes off the helmet and they're staring at each other, I hated yeah. the music. I hated the music in the movie. You want to remind me of? It reminded me of like an 80s type movie. And it was like Stranger Things. Like a, like a Stranger Things, like, like there's that scene in the the was the end of season two when there's the dance and 
Oh, come on. When with a dust in his name, he's sitting by himself and. Yeah, you don't have to keep describing Stranger Things. It was literally the same exact scene, like music. It did not remind me of that. It reminded me of that, like where it was like 80s music. How do you remember that music, but not the techno beat drop music earlier in that episode? Because one is based off of past experiences, and this one is just based off of what's in the moment. Like when you see Jabba's Palace, you get excited about it because of past experiences, but people yeah, who are casual it. fans who have never yeah, seen yeah, it before yeah. don't care. Oh, true. Actually, that 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 happened today because Stephanie's cousin was like, wait, so what does this mean? I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I don't want to talk to you anyone right now. I'm going to go hide in a corner. Was it the same cousin that you had to explain why Tamora Morrison was in the first episode? Uh, No. No, well, yes and no. Those oh, okay. all her family, they're like getting into Star Wars right now for like the first time, like hardcore. So, but but it, it's just like, huh? Well, okay, never mind. Just go watch all of Star Wars and come back and ask me questions. Right, right. But, all right, but Luke picks up Grogu. They look at they. They're, Grogu and Dinner are kind of like looking at each other while they're walking away, and they go into the elevator. The door closes. But there's that subtle nod first. Yep. They look at each other. Yeah. And the door closes. Black screen directed by, was it Reed Payton or something like that? Killed it. Killed it. Demolished it. But then there was a sick in post credit scene that we have to talk about. Oh, no, we already did. Yeah, we he's like, did. nah, we're good. I don't want to keep talking. I can do yeah. that's like one episode by itself, and it's only a five minute scene. Hey, by the way, uh, I think Peyton Reed was also the director of the Spider episode. Yes, I did remember hearing that. For those of you that hated on the Spider episode out there, you can there you still go. hate on it because it doesn't change. No. But it's good. It's good. It's good, but okay. It's... Honestly, okay. But last week I was hardcore hating on last week's episode. Yeah, but at, by the end of the discussion, you know, it was growing on you. Because remember, I was like, "You turn yeah. him against me," type of thing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and yeah, it it worked. It's good. It works. So, so what's your thoughts? I mean, we I, we've reached. Uh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say it's. Um, leaves us open for you know our predictions because like it didn't like because last season ended with the dark saber and that just opened up a million yeah. things. This yep. like I felt like there wasn't anything to look forward to other than the conflict between well, Bo-Katan and Din. That's a huge thing though, huh? That conflict thing is huge. It is, but it's just like I mean, we could pick up. If- it didn't end with that though. We it kind of like it well, got us to that point, and then like Luke showed up, and then like it kind of like made us forget I about think, that. I think that, I think that was a good call though, because yeah. because it it makes you forget. It makes you forget Luke showing up is it makes you forget the whole moment, and then the episode ends, and you're like, oh wait, I I still have something to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Like what if it's like start, yeah. What if they start next season? If there's a third season, if I'm wrong, what if they start it with Bogotan? The first thing she does is to shoot Din in the back. And then they just, he runs, grabs his helmet, and they just start shooting at each other. 
then Luke would go up as a peacemaker and like <laughs> disarm him. One of I'm them. Gone, I'm gone for five minutes, and this is what oh, happened. He actually, he sounds just like that. Gone. I'm gone for five minutes. <laughs> but I just think that would be kind of really intense beginning episode. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, my thing is that now, you know, we, we've talked about this before in how eventually Mandalore is going to become the plot, reuniting Mandalore. And we, I think we're there. Now, yeah, I mean, we, we've got Grogu out of the way, you know, Grogu is now is no longer anchoring him to a quest. And now he, he, I mean, he, at this point he is the rightful ruler of Mandalore. He is. Um, and so that's that's going to be where this is going to go. It's going to be reuniting Mandalore. It's going to be, you know, I think I think she's going to begrudgingly allow him to keep it for a while and help him figure stuff out. But th- there's so much about the Mandalorian people and his backstory and the, the gaps that we have in the timeline. Like, they... If you if you've got Dave Filoni and John Favreau on it, they could have an incredible well, third season. He's not a Death Watch anymore, right? We, we got to remember that, right? Yeah. He's not Death Watch anymore. The thing yeah. is, so Din Djarin is he's so disconnected though from the from, rest of men because yeah. he's part of the Watch that is a, a religious zealot, and he doesn't understand much about the rest of Mandalorian history and culture. And so he's going to learn today. He's going to learn, but I think he's going to be a bridge between the two different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's going to, it's kind of going to be like, he's going to bring the rest of Mandalore more towards him. And, but he's going to go more towards the rest of Mandalore. We're going to meet in the middle where there's going to be a higher commitment to the creeds, but it's not going to be a legalistic creed where, you have to wear your helmet all day. Right. But it's a restoration of the honor that he has and the restoration of yeah. the people yeah. joining into the, the past of not, not just kind of conquering the current. Yeah, because right. I think the biggest thing, like, you, in that that fight bar scene or whatever, she's like, if we spend this much time fighting evil or the empire we wouldn't be in this situation at all. If these Mandal- if if as Mandalorians we can actually be on the same page and i think if it goes to there's mandalorian season three like this is what it is my whole theory is completely wrong i think it is going to be them trying to figure out who one who's in charge but two also they're going to build it up together like you said jeremiah like they did like he said he would help her rebuild mandalore and maybe it's not as him at her as the rifle ruler but at the same time like does that even matter? Is that even a, the like the end of the day is to make Mandalore Mandalore. It's not to whoever's right. in charge. And so right. if she still put her influence into that. She wants her planet back. If she can still do that, that's better than her being the rightful ruler. Like that's just a title. Yeah. She just has so much weight on her shoulders because her sister was the, the leader of Mandalore. Mm-hmm during the clone wars and so she has like this she has a lot of obligation on her shoulders to honor her sister mm-hmm. and so well, that, I mean, she also had it stripped from her too and so that's another thing yep. is it's like she's 
she's she's got to you know reclaim what was stolen from her. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it'll be interesting. So I yeah, I, I think that's I think that's where we're going when it when it comes to season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, and so, like I mentioned towards the beginning of the episode, that Din Djarin says, you know, I will see you again to Grogu. Do you think that will happen in season three, or do you think that will happen in season four? Because I think it's promised four seasons so far. Like I, I don't know. I could see it going either way and working both ways. I could see them playing it safe. And like giving it, giving him to us, you know, we have a time jump and then we get him in the first episode of season three because Disney is like, we need to slowly wean these people off of him. <laughs> you know, we need to wean the fans off well, of baby. Yoda. I guess like that's the biggest thing. It's like, well, there is that. I think the biggest part for that, Andrew, is not more slowly weaning people off of the child. It's more of like, okay, so we're going to lose a lot of money on merch. How do we fix the problem? Ten years in the future, we got it. We fixed it. Right. Or he or finds another, and then he we'll finds another child. It's like a a Wookiee cub or whatever. I don't know. Where now like, that can't can't communicate I, with him either. Like I would pay big money what for was, a baby, baby Wookiee plush. What was Chewie's kid's name? I guess I'd have to watch the holiday uh, special, Lumpy. right? Lumpy. I'll, I'll learn all about Lumpy th- this weekend when I watch the holidays. And Lala and Poe. Nope. He's you, the, you think, you think he's you're going to learn. But you don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you. All right. Well, I guess I don't know what else to predict for the episode, for this next season or the future. I think, so. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind if we go back through the season and say what's our favorite episodes, kind of do a full season recap and oh, then stay our big predictions after. Are we going to do wait till just before season three to do our r- ranking of episodes though? Or are we going to do it know. soon? Because I guess that's up to the fans. I think we could leave it up to you guys. Ooh. You, the listeners, you guys can pick, go on our social media's accounts, blow us up on our DMS. Um, and just let us know if you guys, do you want that episode? Like maybe we can squeeze in Not maybe ne- next week is Christmas. So we're doing Christmas holiday, but maybe the yeah, weekend after that, the week we after that is the 29th. True. And so, so we could do a episode ranking of season two then. Mm-hmm. And then after that is my season two, bad batch fan fiction starting. Yes. So, so the 29th, cool. 29th is the only option or. The week before oh, season three airs, then we'll do it then. So it's <laughs> so yeah. It's up to decide. You guys. We'll leave this one up to you guys. You guys can also leave comments down below in this video as well. This will be up on YouTube and on Twitch, both at Empire Radio, and you can just leave comments in those um, things as well. So yeah, please, please do. And like Andrew mentioned, also if you guys do want to order the coffees. Um, just kind of the same thing. Jump in the DMs and say you want to snag a bag of the Rule of Two coffee blend, and we can make that happen. So the more the merrier, honestly. Just jump in, and we'll figure out the details on everything. Probably on Tuesday, we'll announce everything. Tuesday is a cutoff, so if you guys say after Tuesday, you're not going to get anything. So, as well, you look- I mean, to be to be fair, we only have four bags available for purchase right now, unless everyone jumps in. 
But I need another everyone, one. Yeah, and then everyone, if if we get another fourteen people that jump in, we can roast more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, all we need to do is print print the label. So that's that's e- the easy part. We just got to roast it. You know. Yep. Um, well, we so. need to know as soon as possible, and they yep. those will be shipped out as well. Yep. All right, guys. I mean, we're two hours and thirty minutes into this podcast, and we could sit here and still talk about it, um, but we're not going to. Um, if you guys want to watch it again, feel free to watch it with me. You can go on YouTube and link up those times, and you can watch it with me, and I will be with you in the force. But anyways, are you guys good? I'm good. I'm All good. Right. This has been the final episode of Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 16. I've been Drew. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Andrew. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always.